Series podcast. I'm your host Brandon, and we are back for another insecure review. So, of course, we have Stephanie, Lauren, and Devin with us. And uh, yeah, I think that intro was quite uh, telling for this episode of Insecure. What's going on, everybody? Hey, what's up? So, uh, would it be like does fresh? That, does that make you want to fight, Stephanie? Today, it does age? not. It just made me start to cackle. Nah, but you know, it made me come in the club shaking my dress, though. Like, I ain't got none, but I'm shaking them shits all day. Nah, I got shaking them. <laughs> they made me want to bust out into, like, a mean-ass stroll. Like, I yeah, hear that. Stilettos, <laughs> pumps, and oh, yeah. the clothes. Oh, man, that, that shit, go. So uh, is that the best I mean, we fight? got... Is that the we got best Lila fight Ali song, or is there another the one that gets you more hype? Y'all go. <laughs> is there another song that gets you more ready to fight somebody than that one? Or is it... Or is that the best? Mm, I kind of like uh, Ludacris's move. Oh, like DMX. Mm. Oh, and DMX up in here. Oh yeah, kind of like that too. Uh, I like uh, Cameron Confessions of Fire. Fuck you. Um, that's always good. Oh boy. Uh, yeah. By the way, speaking of DMX, Bamani Jones did a whole article about why. DMX was a bigger star in the late 90s. And he's absolutely right. Um, He's absolutely right. DMX was a very big deal. Like, Hove could never, never put people in a building like DMX back then. DMX being on drugs was the best thing that ever happened to Jay Z's career. Yes. (laughs) So, 100% true. Before we get into, um, the show. I wanted to ask Stephanie, what did you think about the versus battle on Saturday, Steph? So it was the auntie big booby hug that I honestly needed. It was not a battle. It was literally just watching two friends enjoying each other's music and having the mutual respect and none of the sound problems and the most views on an IG live. Uh, it, it was amazing. I loved it. And then Tekashi I realized that I know I like, like Joe Scott's million? music, and I really don't know the names of songs. Hold on, didn't, didn't, <laughs> didn't I'm like, yeah. what the? I was like, what's the name of this song? I was like, listening, like, what's the name of this song? Yeah, I'm not a Joe Scott fan. I realized that early, and uh, I just didn't watch anymore. Uh, but I'm glad everybody else enjoyed it. I realized that she made songs that I didn't even remember. Mm-hmm. Did you see any of it? I saw some of it, so I'm a, I'm a very chaotic spirit, and I just wasn't in the headspace to like be at the moment. But I watched it later, um, and it was cool. I like Erica Badu, like I really like Erica. They're both like, it's, they're like Auntie Hotep goddesses because they're like <laughs> super like they amazing, are. and they probably great give great hugs, but they also have like some super problematic views. Girl, but, yeah, I was waiting. Love them. 
lady, anyway. I was waiting for her to say something. I'm like, which one of them is going to say something? Ash, which one of them was going to say something? That's, that's what happened with Little John during that battle. Like him and T Pain, we were all saying, look how just, you know, they age, they age and gracefully, they're not problematic. And then they both mm-hmm. ended off with like something problematic. So for R. Like, Kelly, and it was like, yeah, so and Little John enjoy is an <laughs> Oh, like, come on, man. We just got an anti vaxxer. Yes, he was. Yes, he is. Who's the anti vaxxer? I think he also. Little huh? John. And Little John. He's talking about 5G, too. I was like, yeah. What the hell? Hey, man, you get a good message. I mean, it's all about the messenger to tell you that shit, you know, to run with it. You know, that 5G shit is it's scary, though. I mean, it's not shout um, out Sprint. No. Finally, no, finally getting us no. on 5G. No. No. Oh, my gosh. That Mm-mm. is the best. No, no, we're not doing come this. Come on, Sprint. Come on, Sprint. Come through. T-Mobile, no. we finally, we in the building, y'all. Nope. I'm, I'm going to get my 5G stuff. I'm going to get my Let 5G. Me. Before it started, it was really, um, it was like, they were they were going on about like a whole bunch of stuff. And I was just looking at all the candles and I was like, why is Erica playing Bruce Lee in the background? Like, I was so confused. Because Joe, before this thing started, because at first, Jill was on her live and then Erica was on her live. She was setting up and then she's like, I think I need to go on to Jill's live. <laughs> and Jill was playing, um, she was playing gospel music. Then I think she started playing Nikki Giovanni. I was like, oh, Lord, y'all, ooh, okay. <laughs> I was like, okay. Hey, I'm just, they, they did it for the culture, y'all. I'm happy for y'all. I'm happy everybody. It was, like, it was amazing. I loved it. <laughs> Cause there ain't none of that like, for me. None of that. But I was like, on, I was like crossing Eric my, I was crossing my fingers. Oh no! I, I hear mean, you, Devin. Yeah, yeah. I guess I got a K. It's not. It's not for, yeah, it's not none of that shit for me. I, I want y'all to have fun when y'all do that shit. None of that shit's for me. Uh, I have a I have a short attention span, so it's hard. Like if I could watch it on my TV or something, it would be different. But like having to solely just dedicate, like not scrolling on my phone and doing other stuff, that's a little hard. <laughs> See, that's the thing. When I watched Babyface and Teddy, I did it on my computer. Yeah, I had to play. Oh, I, I had to play while I was playing PlayStation on the iPad. Mm-hmm. See, again, I'm glad all y'all could do that. I ain't, I ain't really care. So Saturday to be anywhere. is Nelly and Ludacris. Oh lord, yeah, I'm yeah. Not, gonna, I, not here for none of that. Now that yeah, one is I'm kind not, of exciting for me because I used I to be a Ludacris fan. I was a huge Nelly fan. I was a huge Nelly fan. I was like, I was a kid. I was probably what in middle school. Mm-hmm. What's the one chicken and beer? Her and mm-hmm. word of mouth. Yes. Yeah. Mouth. Yeah. So the, I think it'd be Nelly cool as long as all that. So what are the chances yeah. that Nelly plays tip drill in his twenty? Oh, Man, he has my to. gosh. He, he, I he mean, if he doesn't, he doesn't want to win. Has to play. Has to play pussy popping. But honestly, you know, Tip Drill but is Pussy not a Poppin better song. Yeah. It's just a yeah. better video. Right. Pussy Poppin' is a better song. It is right. the better nobody, song. Nobody cares about the song. Pussy Poppin' is a, it's a decent video, though. It's, it's no, not, it's a good video, but I'm just saying it's it's, it's not Tip Drill, though. Like, Pussy Poppin' was reigning supreme, and then Tip Drill came out, and we were like, what is Pussy Poppin'? What is that? But the song, like, if you listen to it and on why the radio can't we get without BET the visual. Uncut during the day. God damn it. BET Uncut was goddamn legendary shit. <laughs> they should put because it, they should it, put was it on BET Plus. Because it was 3 a.m. I'm surprised it's not on, on BET Plus. They should so, put it on BET Plus. Because they showing naked people on BET Plus. Are you yeah, serious? They, yeah, they, oh, they, wow. sniffing, they sniffing dicks on BET Plus. Yes. They oh, was oh, showing like, that that a full old, male BET? frontal nudity. I said, oh, okay. I was like, wait. 
I'm not gonna ever get it, but I mean, I'm gonna need them to put tip drill on there just so I could uh, get it on my fire stick. So you know I, mean? I don't but, know if y'all know this, but one time on the show we played tip drill for Mike the video. Oh, we sure did. It made him watch it on the show because he'd never seen it. Oh, wow. Wow. He was like, what's that? Have you ever seen it, Mike? He's like, no. And I was like, oh, Lord. Okay. I didn't change that that man's life. (laughs) And then, and that was the year he went to a strip club for the first time, too. Yeah. So that was good. Oh, poor Mike. Yeah. He he texted me in the middle of the night. He was like, I think I just spent way too much money at the strip club. (laughs) Have you ever had to say that? With a strip club involved, you spent way too much money. You you had yeah when you're when you yeah when you gotta like get confirmation from somebody else. Yeah. You might. If you ever go back much. to an ATM in a strip club, you are you are fucking up. You're fucking yeah up. When, yeah mm-hmm. oh yeah we. And you get more money getting that deal high fee, and it's like it is eighteen dollars to take out this twenty dollars. What? What the? Yo, if it's eighteen dollars, like, I can't even what? take. I don't even need it, y'all. You don't understand don't those ATM fees and the strip clubs are high as shit. You'll be like, uh, what the hell? Highway robbery, I, and they know. I never, it, like, I never want to see titties that bad. I never. The porn is free, y'all. I don't know if y'all got the internet at y'all house, but I seen titties for free, real quick. It's not the oh, same. It's not the same. Not not the same. same. Mm, eh, get your girl to do something nice for you. I don't know. Shit, I don't. That's it's not the same. Me. Still not the same. <laughs> yeah, not knows the same. This. Devin is just saying this. He knows. He knows. He's just he's trolling. Being a, he's trolling. Yeah, because it's, it's not. Like, like no. Okay, just so you know. Strip oh, capital of the world. Baby. Strip capital of the world. That's and, it. I want to wow. do a trip to. I want to do a trip to Tampa. Real shit in, in my in my county alone, like down the street from like the Tampa Bucks Bay Stadium, there's 50 clubs in that county alone. 50, that is and it's not that insane. And and I would I'm, lose my mind. What I'm yeah. telling you is like there's a bridge over there, and it goes to St. Pete, where they have they have strip clubs as well. And there's there's strip clubs in Clearwater, but in just that little ass county, there's 50 strip clubs. There's, there's two black ones, and they're decent. They're decent though. So uh, yeah, that's good. Good times. Uh, well, if you want to go see the pink penis, go to Tampa. <laughs> there's a pink pony there's a place called the pink pony there so yeah that's I'm crazy. sure it is it's down the street from the Buck of Stadium of course it is the yeah, pink, pink pony the so, pink pony so we are we're here to review uh, episode 5 of season 4 of Insecure low key moving on listen to this this is the worst synopsis I've ever seen Issa works around the clock to ensure the event goes off without a hitch what is that I mean, that's all you need. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's it. it. Yeah, I mean, that's it. Let's go. I guess. Like and, you know what? I have come to find out. my music. When, oh Lord, when, here we go. When, when, no, when. no, no. <laughs> here we go. So, Already, Stephanie. What do you think about this episode overall? So I, I swear this is one of my one of the better episodes I've ever seen. And just looking at the reaction to this episode. And the feelings I had after, I'm like, oh, this writing, I, I got to look up and see who wrote this episode because they did Chef's Kiss. This so, this episode mm-hmm. was amazing. So Issa wrote this with a woman named Sarita Singleton. Oh, I got to send her some flowers. She deserves it. Because Sarita it. did that. Um, uh, I'll go to Devin last. Lauren, what about you? What did you think overall about this episode? <laughs> Child, like that's all I got. That's all I got. <laughs> it's so. It. it was like, damn, this episode is good. It's like, goddamn it. It was definitely a lot. Um. All right, Devin. Overall thoughts. What'd you think? Oh man, as the crowd goes wild, Devin. Devin no, Devin. no, they. I don't. was just, but I was like, man, 
I saw it and I loved it. But uh, shout out to Steph for getting it right about, you know, going to Nathan. Shout out. I was like, you know what? That's I'm saying. And then when I seen it, I was like, that that made sense. I would have did it. So uh, I love the episode. Uh, I love this, the blackness of the episode as far as like, even though with a block party, you know, white people thought it was a farmer's market. <laughs> But just the blackness of it and the realness of it uh, was great. And um, I really enjoyed it. And then Team Fuck Molly forever, yeah. yeah team Fuck Molly. Wow. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Yo, <even laughs> got on Twitter and she was like, uh, Molly was trash this episode, but I'm glad y'all can separate me from Molly. That's, <laughs> <laughs> That's good, though. Because I feel like she had to do that shit. <laughs> but she's lucky a little... <laughs> So you know, maybe she, more she's trying to get. She probably wants to admit. <laughs> um, excuse me. She's trying to get people out of that her purview of people <laughs> hating her. Homegirl, like people still remember homegirl went on the Breakfast Club was talking about stuff. The difference between Black Americans and Africans. I was like, girl, don't do this. We want to watch the show. We trying to enjoy stuff. Please be quiet. Well, she was on the Breakfast Club, but that's a real thing. Yeah, yeah. that's a real thing though. But uh, yeah. She was on the Breakfast Club, so you couldn't expect very much. The thing about it is, like, ain't nobody. Charlemagne is not t- when folks stay stupid shit on the Breakfast Club. He ain't making them say it. That's true. They stay stupid shit. That is very true. That's true. But they, I feel they, like you, you, it's implied though. He somehow gets that them you want to do some damage shit repeatedly. Without he's not even that great of an interviewer. I mean, he's not terrible. No, but he's not great. But he somehow gets people to say outrageous shit. You be he's like, really good rapper as far to to get the smoke, he's really good with rapping to get them to do the smoke. You know the 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 gotcha uh, comment. He's good with rappers and that, but uh, other right. than that, he never did an interview I cared for. Yeah. Oh no, he I and I agree. He's not a good um, interviewer because he don't do no research. He had a um, at home interview with Kalani and asked her a question, and I'm sitting here like, you know, if you did your research, you would know that answer. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> but like, y'all know y'all be here for uh, Dr. Umar. <laughs> Uh, we don't want none of his gifts or his donation. <laughs> oh, man. That, that man dude be or a That man is fine. It's like, who? As long, like, if you don't take him seriously. Come on, getting free dinner from Red Lobster. It's like, nigga, fuck you. If you don't take him seriously, he's quite He's hilarious. hilarious. <laughs> he is hilarious. If you can separate that people, the problem is people take him serious. It's like, it's kind of like. That's the scary part. It's like Trump. Right. Like, if Trump, I always mm-hmm. say, yeah. if, if Trump was a TV character, that played president. Everybody would think that's mm-hmm. the funniest shit of all time. But oh yeah, because it's real. It's fucked up. But it's the same. That's thing. why everybody like Alec Baldwin playing him because it's like you know because one he's not ad libbing anything. He's literally saying the exact same thing Donald Trump says in all of his speeches and his press conferences. And oh, wow. you got a live track, yeah. and you're like, <laughs> yeah. he's he's not. He, yeah, that's not like a, a script. He literally is just saying. Everything <laughs> like transcripts saying here, Alec. Go ask this out. He's like, you know, he's not really doing that much of acting, but sure. He's making his face, uh, scrunching his face up. That's about it. Pretty but, uh, much. Yeah. And I'm like, yo, that should actually scare the fuck out of us. But, you know. Right. Oh, I mean, it does. Yeah, it, it, it's very scary. Um, all right. So let's get into this episode. And we'll get to the end part, which we'll probably spend a lot of time on. Um, so it kicks off with Issa at home. And first, the first thing I noticed is Issa has a whack ass Android, and I'm like, Issa, you're supposed to be cool. Why, why no free advertising. Well, not because that girl don't have no job. I'm like, 
Uh, okay, yeah. Oh, shit, she don't got a job. Bro, Remember, at the beginning, she said she didn't have a job. But she get paid. She she had to buy that expensive ass Samsung S twelve or whatever. That shit costs because she's a property she's a property manager. It's like um she gets discounted rent, but she could at least got her iPhone C. Them shit's cheap. I mean, I mean facts. <laughs> you know, points are made. Oh, yeah. But she got whack ass Android. She on IG, and then she scrolled past uh, Nathan, and I said, "Look how they, I was like they did a great job setting this up throughout the season." Definitely saw it though earlier in the season, and then they said something throwaway about Nathan with Molly. It was like her and Molly talking, and then they had that voice message from Nathan, and then you set this up. So it was like seeded throughout the season uh, that something Mm -hmm. like this was gonna happen. So she hit him with that, uh, "I can't sleep," and so he was like, "You want to talk?" So she called him, and this nigga said he was watching stories. Hey, first of all, Brandon, don't don't bring don't you act like you ain't been there. Don't you act like you I couldn't go outside and the story was off. I didn't watch stories on my own free will. Oh Let me no, tell you no, something. Okay. There are so many dudes that watch the stories. They don't call soap operas. They're like, I'm watching the stories. You're like, what the hell? You got damn right. That sounds like that. my granny. Every time I hear people say stories, it just makes me think about my that's granny. What she said. And that's that's what we got. So cute. And that's what we got from my grannies. If you ain't team uh, Young and the Wrestlers, fuck you. That's how I feel. Like, I ain't. Wow, what about the young hell? That's how I go. This we ain't fuck with Young and the Wrestlers. This nigga's watching stories at 3 a.m. on his iPad. <laughs> like, hey. Yeah, he, he, he into that. He had to be bored, bro. He had to be bored. Um, you watch a lot of stuff when you can't sleep. That's, I mean, that's true. That's true. Um, so, uh, Issa was telling, um, just they were talking about they getting ready for the block party the next day. Because the block party's tomorrow as. They're talking, and um, she says something. Um, Nathan said something to Issa about Molly, and then Issa was like, "Yeah, me and Molly not at a good place." And then she was like, "I don't really fuck with Molly." And this was the conversation that we saw in the beginning of the mm-hmm. show. This season. Her and Nathan. Yeah. So I don't think anybody thought that it was her talking to Nathan. Nathan, um, yeah, everybody thought yeah, that was Condola. They thought it was gonna be Condola. Oh no, something. I didn't. I didn't know. Yeah. I thought it was gonna be Lawrence. Yeah, I thought. It was gonna be mm. but, um. Did y'all think that was like a come through and chill hit up or like it was actually like some real shit? Because like I felt like Issa was like she kind of wanted to slide through. Uh, no, I think though. she really wanted to talk. I think she just really wanted somebody to talk to. Yeah, just, and she, she really didn't have to. anybody to talk to. Mm-hmm. Yep, she just needed someone. I thought talk she to. was going to backslide. I thought it was going to give her a chance to backslide into some shit she shouldn't be doing. Nah. She, she's still full from that full size nigga, so. <laughs> Uh, then they then it's the day of the block party. So we get Molly's crib and she's trying to get ready. And Andrew's in there and she's trying to pick out her outfit and shit. And so Molly's like, Hey, oh, hold on real quick. Was was Nathan at the house that him and Andrew share? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. He was like your girl Molly is. Well, that's how. The, yeah. Yeah. She said Andrew's out at your girl Molly's house or something. Like yeah, that. it's your girl's Molly house. Yeah, because that's, that's how came she. Up. That's how Molly came up. Yeah. Um. And Molly was like, I don't want to go to this block party. And I was like, she being petty already. Um, and Andrew was like, um, listen, like, she just been going through some shit, getting ready for this. Like, you should go. Like, what are you talking about? You're a best friend. You need to go. And then Molly was like, I love her, but I don't like her right now. And I was like. That's real shit, though. I was like. I- 
this episode, so I don't want to go too far ahead, but like this episode was really setting me up just to really like Andrew as a person. Cause I was, I was very skeptical of him initially, but he just seemed, when a person is like invested in the friendships that you have with other people outside of y'all's relationship, that, I don't know, I, I, I appreciated that. Oh, I de- most definitely. But you could tell, like, you could just tell that. He's a he's a stand up guy because he's actually invested in the Molly in, in the way that nobody's ever invested in Molly before. Because he got yeah. past all the fuck shit that Molly did, um, and still saw her he saw her value through all her bullshit. Because Molly comes with a lot of bullshit. Also, he's the first dude on the show they portrayed as a good dude besides the bisexual dude that Molly was fucking with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a good dude, man. Every other dude on the show, yeah, kind of fucked up. <laughs> Which is fine. Even care. even even my bae, Judona. It's like, come on, Judona, what you doing? Who? <laughs> remember, remember Earl a few seasons ago she was dating Judona. He was the real estate. Was he a real estate agent? I don't know what the fuck he's supposed to be doing, but he told he, people he was a that lawyer. he was a lawyer. He was a lawyer. That's he was, was telling people that that um, you know, he was Molly's boyfriend. She's like, Oh, we all he's like, I mean, I just did that to make you feel better. It was like, oh, yeah, wait. Yeah. What? <laughs> it's like, sir, no, you can but keep you that. You know what? You know what he's working with. He got look. I'm just saying. Star, he 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 wears he wear the pants I like. So. <laughs> <laughs> so then they're getting ready for the block party, and uh, I said, "Where?" I was like, "Issa doing all this event planning shit. Where the fuck is Condola?" Mm, uh, come on, come on. And so this was kind of. Uh, uh, what's the word? This was kind of like in my wheelhouse because I was event planner for a long time, so like I did mm-hmm. like a lot of this types of shit. Uh, so mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, this they actually are doing like shit that they would actually do for a block party. Like this is exactly, it's not exactly how it would go, but it's kind of how it would go. Like you would just have more volunteers. Yeah, just, I mean, it's yeah. kind of how it would go. And then she was like, oh, this is my executive assistant. I mean, no, she said this is my uh, intern. And then the uh, the woman was like, uh, she was like executive assistant. I'm like, girl, you don't get paid. We don't want and so in the beginning of this black hey. party, she has some spoken word uh, person mm-hmm. there. And she said something. The only thing I wrote down was she said sisters, Get that she said, sisters with voices and sisters got choices. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm selling purses in the bag. And I'm selling purses in the bag. And I was like, yeah. I was like, girl. Yeah. Ooh, I was like, come on, sis, with your no, muscle. When the, when the intern got together. on the mic, because when it was like, now we got to ship it down, and the intern got on the mic, she was like, a, ba- a ban on Badu. <laughs> the intern was hilarious. Uh, ban I'm on sorry, Badu. The, the, the executive assistant, excuse me. Let me get her She's like, right. and that's a ban on Badu. I was like, oh. <laughs> She was on top of shit, yo. Real shit, yo. I love black. That's why she wanted to be called she a really was. assistant. She was on top of it. So then Condola shows up, and <sighs> so. <laughs> but uh, Condola did bring Spotify through and shit. You know what I mean? Condola nope. Look, nope. hey, look, listen. Nope. Go ahead, Brandon. Keep going. You start. Start because I'm ready. You cannot be. Listen. Could, say what you want about whatever happened with her and Lawrence and how it was messy. Condola was very unprofessional. Because very completely, completely. yeah that's unprofessional you can't leave somebody in the you can't just like not talk to someone that you're doing business with and then and then you show up and she was like she was it looked like it seemed like she was there for like five minutes and it just left and she shows yeah. up and she's and Issa's like i haven't heard from you and she's like oh lawrence didn't tell you and Issa's like tell me what she was like lawrence and i broke up 
And I said, hold on. What the fuck that got to do with anything? Whoa. You know what? I you know, and I heard it on somebody's podcast today. I think Rod and Bossy was talking about it. I'm like, oh shoot, that does sound right. She was looking to see if Lawrence showed up. Because mm-hmm. she knew they weren't right. together. Ooh. I was just like, maybe Ooh. I feel like in her mind, you know how your Lauren, you broke up for a second. Mind away with you, and they didn't got into it, and she probably trying to pick Lawrence to be there with Issa. Well, she, you like, know she I did. really felt like I felt like that's where a lot of because I, I don't know, which is it's weird. Like y'all had already established y'all's connection, so whatever happened with you and Lawrence really shouldn't have mattered because Issa's exactly. not with him anymore. But that exactly. reaction made me feel like. She felt like, oh, so he must be going back. That to shit in the OB. kitchen really fucked with her. Then no, that's, that's what really happened because she said, because she said, oh, Lawrence didn't tell you. And I wanted Issa to say, me and Lawrence don't talk like that. The fuck? Exactly. Like, that's yeah. exactly. What and I mean that's what she should have said. That's what she should have said. She but again, like, at that um, point, Condola made her mind up. Though you could already see that shit on her face. Though. She's like, mm-hmm. Lawrence didn't tell you. Oh, okay. And so she what? was like, I just came to check on the vendors. And I was like, and she was like, I didn't even know if I was coming. Like, what, bitch? Because she wasn't going to come. She wasn't going to come. And I was like, this is terrible. Like, this is like that. I don't know, man. You getting a bad Yelp review for me on that one. Because I have a yeah. really, she's the reason why School Board Q pulled out. Exactly. Because, hey, exactly. Exactly. because she didn't yes. handle what was happening. She didn't I'm handle like, her business. You not she mad at Condola? You not mad at Condola? I didn't, I didn't cuss her ass out. You cut. You literally fucked up her event. It might find and was acting like you petty. didn't. She might have been petty and canceled on her. We might right. Find that out. That'll be extra petty. Because I'm like, that don't make no sense. He just pulled out for no reason. And you could tell that a lot of the stuff that was going on for that, Issa wasn't you handling that. And you could right. tell. And it was like, yeah. that's why she was stressed because now it's like, I got to do all this stuff. People, The editor's calling me. The printers are calling me. When they probably would have just been calling Condola because right. she mm-hmm. was Issa wasn't handling that, so ugh, so, trash. Straight, Issa. I mean, Condola and Lawrence weren't together long enough to be that fucked up from that. Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna say that, like, they weren't together long enough to have your whole life be in shambles. And, mm-hmm. like, I can't. Like, she couldn't even text Issa back. Like, no, I'm not even talking. Like, let's just say she wasn't in the mood to do some of this shit. She couldn't text her back. She couldn't like mm-hmm. text her and just say. You know, I got your message. Or, but Brandon, that's how we do. That's how we do each other, yo. I'm that's real shit. shit. People do that Give shit. Me a second. Like it, they were together for a few months. Like it wasn't. It, and she was acting like she wasn't even feeling Lawrence like that. She was because she was keep trying to. She wasn't keeping him at her arm's length, but she wasn't hugging him either. It was some distance in between them because she was talking about how she didn't want to get into anything that serious. So if you're not trying to get anything that serious and you're not taking Lawrence that serious. Why is you and Lawrence breaking up? Just mm-hmm. fucking everything up. I'm wondering, you know, did Condola have a little bit of that? You know, I got I got my shit together. Issa doesn't have her shit together. And it kind of like making her feel salty towards... Because they weren't together that long for her to be nope. so irritated. But it felt like you was the rebound and that Lawrence kind of used you and maybe went back to Issa. It would just make you feel saltier on that a had to be level. It, Cause you feel like you're better. Cause she, I know she feels like she's better than Issa. She never say it. Oh but yeah, she, yeah. She knows. But she, she carries like herself that way. Mm-hmm. Yep. So then uh, somebody tell Issa. Oh, the, the exact assistant's like, oh, we got black people taking pictures at the step and repeat. <laughs> and they um, 
they pan over and it's Kelly doing all these crazy ass posts. Because poses. of course it's Kelly. <laughs> Steph, you know how like last week you thought that was Molly and Molly wasn't fucking with them? That was just a photographer. I was happy when I saw that shit. I was glad it wasn't Wait, fucking again. Molly. You remember how last week you thought like when we uh, talked about the preview of this episode, I was like, oh, Molly ain't even fucking with her. Molly won't there. Thank I was like, thank God Molley ain't there being standoffish and then hanging back oh, while they were taking pictures. pictures of it. Oh yeah, yeah when they take yeah. yeah, yeah when they do the three photos. Mm-hmm. He's saying that he's glad Molly wasn't there, just being like salty and shit. It was that yeah, she just wasn't there yet. Um, so they taking pictures and shit. Kelly's doing all these poses, <laughs> and it was like she was take, gonna get that fucking tree pose. There's like let's take these three, let's take poses together. We're gonna do a sexy one. A hood one and um, it was one more. Jail, prison. A silly, prison. Was it silly? Was it silly? I think it was no, silly. She it said was, silly, sexy, and prison. 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 Yeah. And they were taking pictures. The funniest, this is the funniest part of the episode to me. Some kid said something in the background and Derek was like, shut the fuck up. Shut, shut the fuck, fuck up. up. <laughs> yeah. And he was like, I'm, like, I'm sorry. sorry. I'm tired. I'm tired. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. Uh, I was like, what? I, I love Derek. And it's like, I love Derek. Yo, I hate Tiffany, but I love Derek. How hard has that man stepped up? We got to get that man his goddamn roses while he gets Yeah, like, I love Derek. me some damn Derek. I love, I will, I can tolerate Tiffany slightly because Bro, she's in full meltdown mode. She's in full postpartum right now. I feel like, bro. yeah, she's having postpartum. Like, she's mm-hmm. an annoying bitch, but I really do think she's suffering from postpartum because that, like, Same. lack of interest. People think postpartum is just being, like, droopy, but when you're a new mom, mm-hmm. you're kind of over the moon for your baby. Like, it was a long time before I, I, I was separated from my child. Like, I just did not want to leave them anywhere really within that first year. But when mm-hmm. you have, like, postpartum, the last thing you want to do is be around a baby. And so that's, it's really kind of sad. But I still mm-hmm. don't like it. Yeah, that, oh, no, forever. It is forever. That was a fuck them kids moments um, for Derek, which was great. And so then... <laughs> So then this nigga shows up that's with Kelly. and Kelly He's a rapper. Is, you know, his name is uh, Anime or Anna, Anna, I have a comment Anna about the rappers in this episode, too. We'll get to that. Um, but he shows up with Kelly, and Kelly immediately goes into this British accent. <laughs> she's like, so it was genius level. She tells him she's fake. She's fake. She, he met her with this British accent. And my question was, why were you pretending to have a British accent? Like, what the fuck? For that nigga. Like, <laughs> For that nigga. For anybody, like, I don't understand. Because like, Kelly is a clown. Because Kelly is such a clown. Excuse me, she got fingered in a damn restaurant. And she had three different English accents going at the same time. <laughs> like, what the hell? She had, like, the, she she had like a Cockney one. She had, like, a proper yeah. British one. It was a lot right. going on. It was good. I loved every bit of it. Every bit of it. And then Amal. Amal came through. Then it was... <sighs> oh, was this when Amal came... No, didn't he come later? Yeah, Amal came later. No, that's when... So yeah, before that, Condola they was walking, and um, Issa was like, "To did Condola or Lawrence tell you that uh, they broke up to like Derek and Tiffany?" And mm-hmm. Tiffany was like, "Nah, Condola ain't telling me nothing." And Derek was like, "That nigga." And she was like, "I'm on maternity leave." Yeah, she's like, "I'm on maternity leave." That was so funny. She ain't telling me nothing. I'm on maternity leave. Um, from a phone call. What the hell? <laughs> and Derek and Derek was like, "That nigga usually tells me too much." <laughs> and I think it's interesting that she didn't. He didn't say anything to him. And I do think it's more interesting because East Lawrence was getting ready to tell Issa. I think he was. He was. So he was going to tell Issa, but didn't tell his best friend, which is interesting. Which is really weird. I'm pretty sure Chad knows, but the fact that he didn't <laughs> tell 
Derek is very interesting. I'm like, why didn't he tell him? Going through some shit, man. And then Derek, mm. you know what I mean? We having a conversation. Derek talking all this real shit. And I'm like, man, I ain't no position to, to, yeah. to back up. We talking about all this real life shit about your little girl and your family and we didn't expect this shit, nigga. I'm not in the head place. I'm not in the head space to be exactly. like, Exactly. Hey, Derek brought a life into the world and yeah, that's yeah. I just feel like Lawrence and probably yeah. felt like it was no segue into mm-hmm. that conversation. Yeah, and that makes me think that maybe him and Condola breaking up has nothing to do with Issa. It probably has everything to do with the conversation he had with Derek. Oh, that's a good. That's interesting. That too, because he was because he was looking around. He saw, like, he saw the aha oh. moment on his face. <laughs> mm-hmm. So uh, then the executive assistant comes up and is like. Uh, you got a press interview, Issa. So she walk over, and this this black woman's talking to her and answering these questions. And, she, and then at the end, she was like, "Oh, where can I see this interview?" She was like, "On my YouTube channel." And, <laughs> and, and she was like, "What's the YouTube channel?" She's like, "I don't know. I'm just starting that shit." And so Issa was like, "You hired a full camera crew for your YouTube channel?" And she was like, "I had to make it look professional." I, said, I was screaming. I said, "Girl, that's blackness right what there, in the, we, we did What it. in the Hollywood? What did, on what did Issa, going on? And what did Issa say? Issa was like, "I believed you." Mm-hmm. <laughs> she said, "Yeah." And the I girl did. was like, "Good." That's girl, I can totally see quality that. television. That's quality television. That is such a Jason you Lee move. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so then they, uh, they. They were some shit. They was playing. Oh, some artist was rapping or whatever. Uh, some um, opening art, like opening. Act. It was a lot of. It was a lot of independent folks and a lot of. Rap. I'm like, dang, who are these people? I didn't know none of those niggas, including Vince. Staples. I was like, I right. I was like, you didn't know Vince Staples? Oh, he's big in Cali. I, I, I know I, Kamaya. I know. I Who's know Kamaya? Vince Staples. I know Kamaya. Was it that wasn't Kamaya up there rapping, yeah. the girl? Girl, I have no idea. I'm like, if it's not it's Megan LA Stallion, people, it's all LA people, right? Yeah. If it's not Megan Thee Stallion, I don't know who the hell they are. Oh shit, you funny. I'm know, just saying. But the dude, Stephanie's, uh, I mean, uh, Kelly's date was a, is a rapper in her life. That's what uh, I heard. I was like, wait, what? He has, yeah, he has like, fire what? song. He, he's actually really good. He's actually a really good rapper. Actually, it's an anime or a mean, a mean some whatever his name is. That yeah. Okay. So, um, Tiffany was talking and she was just like, "Yeah, I'm not breastfeeding anymore." Um, and I was like, "Getting it in, getting it and I, in." You know what, Lauren? I think that has that might have to do with her postpartum too, because it don't seem like homegirl is latching. Ooh. Well, that I mean, so the that that well that can come that can compound it or whatever, like because you feel like a failure. I didn't yeah. have issues with latching, but I was in a group, like a, a little like breastfeeding mom's group. And mm-hmm. that would destroy women's whole world because you feel like your baby hates you. And she said it. She was like, her loss. And the yeah. thing is, you can work. Like, babies will eventually latch. There is, there's usually some type of like disconnect or whatever where you can, you know, you figure it out what the issue is. But the mm-hmm. fact that she was just not even wanting to do it she anymore. She was so nonchalant about it. I was like, anymore. okay, so this. She was just like, yeah, she was so flippant yeah. about it. Like, uh, she didn't last her loss. But I really think that's coming from a place mm-hmm. of hurt. Yeah, and it's like I said, it could, and it could be a self-fulfilling cycle. The PP, the postpartum depression could be causing mm-hmm. the latching issues. The latching issues could be feeding into, yeah. you know, that. Yeah. And then just her hormones probably still ain't right. Women are really not right for like a year after we have a baby. People don't realize mm-hmm. that. But it take you about a year to get your mind and body and emotions back right. Yeah. 
Yeah, I wrote. We getting deep as shit on this podcast. I wrote. Mm-hmm. Tiffany's going through through it with her uh, new motherhood because mm-hmm. yeah. it's not. It's not because it's not the dream that she thought it was gonna be. Because remember the house she was acting when uh, she was pregnant. I am. I am giving a life. Yeah, I am was. fabulous. Look how great I was. And then you on the other side of it, and it's not that the baby pooping your ass. Because mm-hmm. she's like, he's so great. I'm so glad he's here. Because I feel like, ooh, if Derek wasn't the father that he oh, was, that is, Lord have mercy. Be a train wreck. Ooh. Uh, and so then Molly shows up, and Issa and Molly had this super cold, like, hello. And I was like, this, this ain't going to go well. So it was cold. It was like, ooh, I was shivering. Like, ooh. So then Molly <laughs> shows up. She speaks to everybody except Kelly. And Kelly was like, I'm right here. <laughs> And she was in my like, like, oh, I know. <laughs> He's I like, I know. I, I was you. like, bitch. I was like, I well, you. hello to your shirt. I said, good night. Get out. I hate both of y'all. But, but did y'all peep? Did y'all peep the little half hug he gave Molly, though? Oh, yeah, I don't know if y'all oh, peeped I did. That. He I gave Molly that. a real. Oh, yeah, oh, he gave her a real like, half oh, ass. Hey, Molly. Me and my sister <laughs> been talking shit about your ass. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, definitely. He was like, yeah, bitch, I don't fuck with you either. It's, it's I don't fuck with you either, bitch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was like I'm Team Issa on this. So then uh, Kelly was talking to the, uh, the nigga she was with, and Amal shows up, and he was like, oh, <laughs> "Hey, Kelly, um, what part of England are you from?" And she was like. I'm from Central. She, 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 she said I'm from uh, what'd she say? Uh, Poppy dude. South Central. Yeah, Poppy Cos. Poppy Cos. Poppy Cos. Poppy Down She said South Central London. I said girl. And then she said down biscuit, by Benny Hill. Talk. I said yeah, just a biscuit. Benny talk Hill is a person. Get out. A whole person. Whole I said, Benny Hill's a person, girl. What are you doing? And they dumb ass. I'm like, oh, Lord. So I was like, oh, wait a minute. Miles says, uh, t- what do you think about Brexit? And she's like, I don't want to talk about Brexit or the England government. And then the nigga was like, Brexit yeah, is boring. <laughs> Brexit's boring. She's like, what about American government? And the nigga was like, oh, yeah, there's two types of American government. There's the president. It's two branch. branches of, <laughs> it's two branches of <laughs> government. I went, Oh no. He says the presidential <laughs> branch and the bank branch. Bank branch. <laughs> bank of America. Oh, That's why there's so many of them. Golly. Because they print because they print all the money there. That's why it's called and, Bank of America. That, I said when oh. he said that, I was like, that I know that nigga dick is fire because that's not the <laughs> you first know it thing is. he said to her. You know it is. You'd be like the shit I gotta go through. That ain't the first stupid shit he that. said. That's probably the stupidest you know shit he said. Not. But the other shit was no. probably like kind of stupid, and she probably just brushed it off. But that that let me know, yeah, that thing is heavy and it's fire because that you was, you know damn, you heavy, know he heavy. he got the he got the mouth and the stroke, and you can tell you, you like, know you know I, girl, I get it stupid. I get it <laughs> I too said, stupid. I mean, was watching was like yep. What he said you, and the bad <laughs> part about it is, it's like you know it's some dude out there like what he say wrong. Uh, Yikes. everything. Yikes! So then, but yo, Kelly was ready. But Kelly was already ready to find another nigga, though. She always, was there. She's always she always ready. ready. I love it. I'm like, girl, please. If you are always on ready, you'll never get ready. Yes, so, right. Goddamn also, right. like Kelly and um, Kelly and Tiffany are not on the same page either. Because I think they had a little interaction. That bitch is spacey. That's why. Um, but so then the the um the babysitter calls and like the baby's crying and shit. And so Derek's like, Hey man, we gotta go because the baby crying. 
And Tiffany was like, you know, I don't, re- I really don't want to go. Like, I'm, I really just, I, this is my first time out. Like, I really don't want to go. And so Derek was like, yo, that's cool. Like, you can ride home with Kevin. Mm-hmm. And I'll go. Mm-hmm. And oh, but you ain't going to act like how Bar- Derek was talking to his baby? Y'all, y'all ain't hear that? Oh, you are not well, No, oh, no. Wait a minute. <laughs> I was like, oh. I said, look at this nigga being a good daddy. Mm-hmm. Put, her, put her on a phone. <laughs> what? What you going to say, Steph? No, I'm not going to say anything. I thought it was super cute, but it was, it was just super like, mm, how interesting. What a what a difference a week makes. That's right. Because folks is real. Yeah. Y'all was mad at him when he was talking about, my daughter going to get fingered in the future. <gasps> what the no, hell? No, that's real. And man, I, I mean, like, me and Brandon no, were mad. That's real. That's real no, nigga talk. I was mad we, at him. I just said it was real. What? Thank you. Right. Because I, I was never but, mad at him. But what I'm saying is, look what a difference a week no, makes. Was Everybody was like, but you know, niggas can be complicated. You can be trash. Right. I mean, I'm still I'm mad about it. I'm still mad about I'm it. Saying, but I, we obviously I'm, know he loves it. We know his love his daughter. Right. He just right. A man, a toxic I, ass man can't help it. Right. I'm but sure, he has moments. I'm sure Donald Trump <laughs> loves his daughter too. I mean, he's good. Um. Person. Ew. Nope. Mm. <laughs> ew. That's gross. Um. <laughs> Tiffany would like a word. Cause she like um. I would differ with you. Oh, Tiffany Trump. Yeah, she's like. Uh, so, then, uh-huh. uh, so then Tiffany was speaking to Tiffany was talking to Amal and she was like so let's get you some ass or some dick which one do you want <laughs> player's choice I was like oh okay. mm, come on player's, player's choice, choice. <laughs> I love come on verse Amal. come on He's verse I love, I love his him. real name his, his, his real name is Gene Ely I was like what nigga are you like a real nigga your name is Gene Ely I was like oh mm-hmm. man I need I'm trying to change my name and be French so then uh, Molly and Andrew was chilling, and Andrew was trying to stick up for Issa. She was like, Andrew was like, look at all this shit. Like, this is really good. And she was like, maybe Issa's been distant because this is the biggest thing in her life, and she's been trying to handle it all, all this shit together. So she's just been a little distant from you. And then um, I was like, look at Andrew. Mm-hmm. Molly was like, at this point, Molly was like, yeah, maybe you're right, like. Maybe and she was taking it in. She was. She looked around and actually see like the the scale of what Issa has been, you know, dealing with these months and shit. And she was like, "I'll get more upset when we get uh, later on." Because yeah, she looked, she, at this point she was like, oh, "Okay, I understand." What and so then Issa is uh, running around checking shit, uh, and Trina shows up, and Trina was like, "Why you got niggas out here tap dancing for the whites?" And Issa's like, "What are you talking about?" <laughs> she was like, "She was like, look at you tap dancing for the white folks." She was like, "What?" Like that nigga over there, tap dancing. Like he, there literally is a person tap dancing on and your stage. There literally is somebody tap dancing. And then Benjamin was literally. like, I can do that and start tap dancing. Trina was like, uh, we got Yo, so uh, y'all gonna act like y'all didn't see that, that rat tail? That's the first time I seen that rat tail. I was like, what the fuck? Oh, yeah. That nigga got a whole rat tail. That nigga got a whole rat tail. Uh, I mean, her rat tail. Oh, her little son. Oh, yeah. So, so then Nathan shows up. And I was like, look he like, looks stiff as a bitch too. He like he, stiff and old. Nathan's as fuck. that nigga that's always like trying to stand and look cool, like just always like trying to be cool and chill. He also mm, look high as fuck all the time. Oof. And he looks scrumptious. Anyway, go ahead. Yes, First is. of all, he a barber. He be looking scraggly. I don't like that shit. Look, look. I don't like, like the struggle beard. I don't like nope. that shit. Anyway, we don't care. Because he a barber. Because he a barber. <laughs> we don't care. 
Keep so, going. Nathan was. But you know, people that do stuff always be looking kind of mm. funny. Because, like, my beautician used to never do her hair, and the bitch could lay right. her hair, but she just was <laughs> always looking like. like why your hair she go? Why your hair not done? Because I'm always doing hair. What you mean? Because I do hair all day. <laughs> but bar- see, barbers are different, though, because they always. Barbers always stay fresh for some reason, though. Sure. Not old men barbers. No, nope. no, you're right. Not old men barbers. You're right. Yeah, it's absolutely so, right about the old men barbers. They was kind of awkward together, but each is always awkward. Um, but Nathan was kind of adorable here. He was just trying to be real supportive and shit. And here's the thing. Nathan is so positive. Like, he was like that last season, too. Like, he's so overwhelmingly positive. I feel like that could be annoying sometimes because he's so positive about shit. He's just like, Issa, you can do this. Like, you're the best. Like, this is so great. Mm, and he was like that with Sure. Because he, he was like. And that's why you got to get a nigga a pass. So that's why you got to get a nigga a pass. So he had mental health yep, issues. I mean, if you get too tired of his, um, you know. Over he don't get a pass, but I don't think he's as terrible as some no, no, he people wanted to give him. No, I give him a pass because I'm like, yeah, over positivity, just sit on his face, he'll be fine. He is definitely over positive, oh. though. Okay, he definitely loves him some <laughs> Nathan. Jesus, you know, I love so, him. So, you like him some thumb ups? We'll give him the thumb ups. Uh, no, no, so he does, he hasn't surpassed Daniel. Daniel is pretty ass skin, no. Daniel's smile is better too, though. Real shit. I, I feel like it is weird that Daniel was not like somehow looped into tied this. into this some kind of way, even if it wasn't directly with Issa, like through you know a job or something. He had to come. He didn't even show something. up. I'm yeah, like, this is interesting. We so, ain't never gonna see Abu again. I'm like, come on, put his pretty ass back on the screen. So is Daniel at the top <laughs> of the insecure men for you, Stephanie? Oh, it absolutely is. Oh, he absolutely is. What a, what about over Jadena? Over Jadena? Um, Jadena um, don't count. <laughs> okay, I, I'm, just, real... I was just saying. What do you say, Lauren? Daniel was Daniel. You know, even though I'm, you know, not a super duper. Uh, well, I won't say that. But yeah, I like Daniel. I like Daniel. <laughs> He was a cutie. Oh, you gonna get the I feel like he's something? probably an asshole. I was gonna say he's probably an asshole because he's a Kappa, but you know, I think he I don't know if he's a Kappa on the show. Oh. It might just be in real life. <laughs> he did wear that well, he did wear that big ass case sweater, you know. It's all yeah, it's all Greek love. I love the pretty boys. That's definitely a Kappa thing right there. That's absolutely mm. it's, it's all crimson and cream love over here. I'm just saying. But no, I really did like I really enjoyed Daniel. Cause I just felt like No, I totally real, get what you mean by the Kappa he, thing. You're like, ooh. I guess like I said, he was real, and I feel like him and Issa could have found a way to make things work, because I just thought like he kind of didn't put up with her shit, and she needed that a little bit. Mm-hmm. So, Devin, who's at the top of the women insecure list? Because for me, it's Tasha. Um, it's always got to be Tasha. I, I was just like, there's no, is there somebody else other than Tasha? Yeah, she's, uh, a, she's a goat. Um, <laughs> you know it, Steph. You know we right. I'm not. I didn't say you were. I didn't say you were wrong. I'm just like I think. I mean, who would be? Who would be at that list? I don't even know who would be on that list. Condola's cute, no, but Condola ain't Tasha. No, I, I like Tasha. I like Kelly. It's Tasha. She's number one. Um. So then, uh, some some nigga named Siri started rapping, and I said that's a weird name for a rapper. Um. And so then, uh, was that a real rapper? I don't was know. that just an actor? Listen, don't ask me. I'm I don't. Devin probably oh. this shit. No, I don't know who that is. But I just, I just appreciate the the moment of that shit because everybody that fuck with local artists, they got that one song, and then he played his one song. Niggas was jumping. Niggas was jumping. Five minutes later, when he did his other songs, niggas was like, mm. 
he's talented. Yeah, we all know these songs. That's, right. that's a big thing in Baltimore. Baltimore local artists always got one song. Mm-hmm. And everybody know it. So then Molly finally meets up with Issa, and um, Issa was like, look, black people showing up. <laughs> And so my the blacks, oh, look, come through, blacks, <laughs> come through, blacks. And she was like, "This is when I would have showed up." Like you know, you wasn't gonna come to nothing that early. Like so seventeen minutes in, Blackwood door just open. Where everybody at? <laughs> you know, we not coming on time. What you doing, girl? So then uh, Molly brought Issa some food. She's like, "You've been busy. I wanted to bring you some food." And I was like, "Look at her trying to be nice." So at this, this point, is when I, no, good. this is when I was like, "Fuck Molly," because Molly just thinks, "Boom, I'm gonna bring this food." And everything gonna be squashed. Like, even no, though Molly is that what you're saying? No, 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 no. She was trying to bring the food as an olive branch so they could have a talk. Talk. I think they were she was trying but to again, have that talk then. This and that's when it went left for her, because like Molly's like, boom, I brought this olive branch over here, and this bitch had she all she busy. And Molly Molly got right back into her Molly feelings, like everything's about me. It's like, oh bitch, you don't see I bought you this chicken, and I'm trying to I'm trying to make things right. And I was like, damn, Molly, you right back in your, your Molly shit, team. Fuck Molly. Yeah, because the executive assistant comes over and was like, Vince Staples is here, and Issa's like, oh, I gotta go. And so, uh, I didn't, listen, I heard his name before. If you you just showed me a picture of him, I had no idea that was Vince Staples. Never. Um, so then... So- I'm gonna tell you why I think, like, because it's, it's Vince Staples and then it's Vince Mensa. So, that's, Mensa. that's the light-skinned nigga from Chicago. Vic Mensa? Yeah, uh, he actually goes by. Uh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Got dreads or whatever. Because you said Vince Mensa, and I'm like, who? Or Vic, Vic Mensa. Yeah, I'm sorry. <coughs> so they, he's on Rock Nation. That's the only reason I know him. So, oh okay. Uh, this nigga asked for a bunch of random shit, like Twizzlers and r- fucking <laughs> just some some type of candy, different type of water, like so yeah. a bunch of random shit. Uh, which is exactly what they do. Like it's always random shit when celebrities show up. Um. And so I was like, I was like, man, this is making me so sad because everybody's stuck in the damn house for the quarantine. This block party looks fun as shit. Um, looks fun than a bitch. Such a good time. None of us, we ain't having no block parties this summer. Um, LA closed till till fucking September. That's crazy. Uh, well, Texas they might have a block party though, because Georgia because they opening that shit up, but I won't be going. <laughs> in the house. Uh, so then. Uh, so, so then they had this old man on stage doing fucking splits, and they couldn't. Get he won. Out. He won. That's the realest <laughs> shit ever. But his boys came through and wrecked through because my man put on. My man put on, and my boys got my back. So he had to win, though. Real shit, he had to win. So then, um, so then they started playing the wobble, and so everybody turns up for the wobble, and I was laughing at Andrew dancing. Cause I was like, this nigga is kind of got some rhythm. He's counting the steps. He's counting. No, he was counting the steps. I was like, like, because he, he, he never did it before. But for somebody who never did it before, he has some rhythm. Oh, he got rhythm. I was, I was pleasantly surprised. I, uh, and I saw him counting the steps though. The executive sister's like, "Come on, Issa, let's go do the wobble." She's like, "Oh, I can't. I'm trying to be professional." She was like, "Bitch, if you don't come dance," and so then Issa gets in there, and start dancing. Um, right beside Molly. And right beside Molly, they were smiling, and I wrote, "Something bad is about to happen." <laughs> that's exactly what I wrote. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Because that's how storytelling works. Um, mm-hmm. And so, and then I wrote, as somebody who was a club promoter, I was like, this was a good hype man. Because a good hype man can make the difference between a good party and a bad party. And he was good. Mm-hmm. And so he was he, good. He called Issa on stage. And I said, I hope I hope this nigga don't fucking rap. I hope Issa don't try to rap. 
and she ain't trying to rap. And so she was trying to give her speech, thanking people. And then these niggas start cheering for Vince right in the middle of her speech. And I was like, well, I guess it's time for you to get off the fucking stage, Issa. Yeah, pretty much. They're like, we don't care, boo. Put Vince on the stage. Hit that wrap it up button real quick, though. Came out and Them people was... <laughs> the day Chappelle wrap it up box yeah. from the show. <laughs> they was not playing wired. And then they showed people getting the street food from the vendors. And I was like, ah, oh, some street food would be good right now, too. Um, and so oh. then Andrew and Molly were walking and Vince Staples' manager came out and was like, hey, check in with me before you leave. Um, and, and Molly was like, what's that about? And then uh, Andrew was like... No, he said, thanks for the hookup. Yeah, thanks for the hookup. And then Andrew was like, um, she's like, what's that about? And then Andrew was like, oh, yeah, Nathan uh, said something to me about uh, Issa's uh, artist dropping out. So I just sent an email for her to help her out. And then Molly was like, oh, yeah? Mm, all right. And then they then Issa was with um, the executive assistant. He's like, I thought it'd be cool for me to do your girl a favor, your best friend a favor, yeah. And her nose was. And then this was when Molly turned. And they was having fun. That executive assistant was funny as shit. And so hilarious. The girl's like, I don't have insurance. You need to go to the hospital. I can't. I don't have any insurance. I'm like, ma'am, you are bleeding from your face. The best shit ever said. I can't. And she was like. And Nathan was like, should we let her go? And he like, was like, I don't care. I, I can't tell her what to do. I was like, I can't tell her what to do. I don't pay her. I can't police her. I was like, that shit was everything. That is, that's, a, that's a motto right there. Mm-hmm. And so then you see Molly walking up in the background up to Issa. And I actually have the clip, so I'm going to play it for the show. Pay her. I can't police her. Right. <laughs> Safe girl. Can I talk to you? Yeah. Did you tell Nathan to talk to Andrew about Vince? I did. Nathan reached out about the block party and I needed help. So But we had a conversation. I know, and I didn't involve you. Yeah, but you still got my man to do you a favor. And it all worked out, right? That's not the point, Issa. You deliberately went behind my back. I mean, I was very clear about how I felt, but I guess what? That didn't mean anything to you? Because, Molly, you were willing to let me fail? Over what? Some random rule you made up? It wasn't random. I was setting boundaries. Molly, you knew how much this event meant to me. You saw me at We Got Y'all, you saw me struggling, and you decided your new relationship was more important than doing me one little ass favor? Nigga, you stay needing one little ass favor. Why are you doing this at my event right now? Is it that serious? Hey, hey, we don't gotta do this, guys. We were just having a good time. Yeah, I mean, I was over there wobbling with your shady ass meanwhile you were stabbing me in the back. Stabbing you in the back? Molly, this is OD. I don't have time for your drama, <laughs> okay? You keep starting shit. You keep making up problems. You keep focusing on shit that I need to fix when you need to fix your fucking self. Bitch, do you hear yourself? Nobody has more drama than you, Issa. Okay, you need to figure out your shit and stop using people. You can use Nathan, Andrew, me, who else? Guys, let's not do this here. See? You are so miserable. If things don't work out with Andrew, it's not gonna be because of me, girl. Fuck you. Fuck me, I've been stopped fucking with you. I should've dropped your line ass a long time ago. You still the same selfish bitch you always been. Molly, get your finger out of my fucking face. What you gonna do? What's she reaching oh. for? Yeah, hey. bitch, get a gun! He's got a gun. Is it a knife? Is it a wall? All right, so that's the scene. So, um, <laughs> go ahead, Stephanie. What do you think? <laughs> so, uh, yeah. let me, let me, girl. 
No, I'm just laughing at that. Is it a gun? Is it a knife? Is that a, is what is she reaching with? I, she, I hate niggas. It was like, wait, you didn't see a gun. You're oh, like, what she reaching for? Like, These niggas can't have nothing. <laughs> I was like, what? So what? here <laughs> is, and I have been, it, it took me a minute because I was sitting with this. Because the first time I watched it, I was like, why, why is Molly doing this here? Like, one, where she's doing it is absolutely, positively wrong. So I had to think about something. So you are friends with somebody. You, it went from we are off to we don't fuck with each other. I don't know when that conversation happened. However, if I'm not fucking with you and if I'm not fucking with you, that means your, my man can't do nothing for you either. But my man also knows that I'm not fucking with you. And he just did it because his roommate asked him to do it. So I get why Molly's upset, but she was out of line to do it there. You should have swallowed it and came back to it later. You're out of line to do it here. See, I disagree because I don't think they weren't not fucking with each other. Like, no, no, she they flat out said they weren't fucking with each other. No, they in this said, argument. But before that, like Molly and Issa, last time Molly talked to Andrew about But Molly said, said that to Andrew, she said, you know we not cool. She said that to him before she went over to Issa. She ain't never tell Andrew that. Andrew was probably like, I didn't know that shit. Because the last uh, time we but, saw but Andrew the about Molly, it, No, she said that to Andrew. She said, you know we not cool. Yes, Molly said so that. So he did to Andrew. She said that to Andrew. Yes, but Molly's also <laughs> delusional. Molly is probably... But that don't mean that he didn't know. It, well, the last time we saw Molly talk to Andrew about Issa, Molly was saying, yeah, me and, me and Issa are just not on the right page. That's all. And she, what did she say before she went this, up to Issa? Even in the but what, morning, did she say, what, what did she say to Andrew? You know we not cool. Yes, because Molly's wrong. <laughs> like, she's... She's, she's mad at Andrew. She's, so just, she's mad at Andrew. She's mad at Issa. I feel like I hear that. But remember that conversation that uh, Andrew and Molly had when they were sitting down? And he was like, you see, this is probably why Issa has been tripping mm-hmm. a little bit because this is mm-hmm. a big thing to pull off. And I thought that kind of in, you know, resonated in Molly's mind. Like, yeah, you're right. We both, you know, we probably need to talk. So I could see her being upset. But I feel like from Andrew's perspective... He probably never took it as serious. He probably like, oh, they just girls and they just exactly, or you exactly. know what I mean. Just thinking about how him and Nathan may have had a like fat, like, but that's still my homie though. Yeah, he, right. Thinking, you know, or even thinking, hey, if I do this favor, this may. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she never Cause, made it because I don't think he because she never made it clear like she don't fuck with Issa. Like it wasn't like I don't fuck with her, and then Andrew went behind her back and did something with somebody she don't fuck with. Just that morning, they were talking about this shit, and East, and Molly was literally like, "Yeah, I don't like her right now, but I love her." Like she just said that that morning before the block party. So, to Andrew's point, to Andrew's mind, it's just like, "Oh, they're going through some shit," you know, you know, they're just having a little, they're going through some shit, but they'll be. Straight. But that is the morning of the show. He had already did the favor. Right, but what I'm saying to you is, in Andrew's mind, he didn't know Molly didn't fuck with Issa because nobody knew Molly didn't fuck with Issa because she didn't tell nobody. Like, But she did tell him that. No, she didn't. I'm, I'm she not saying... No, no. I'm, she shit. did... No. What did she say to him? I'm going by what she said. I'm not saying that Andrew took her seriously because he probably didn't. That doesn't mean that she didn't say it to him. 
Well, just in her mind, she's like, I told you that. Well, but in his in mind, he was like, as far as we know, we can only go by what we saw on the show. That's what I'm saying. I'm so, saying I'm not saying that he didn't. He took her seriously and was just like, oh, no, I don't give a fuck. It was more like, no, she did have this conversation with you. And you were probably like, uh, y'all, y'all fine. Y'all best friends. Best friends go out. It's not that serious. So that's probably what he was thinking. No, no, no. You're missing I'm what I'm saying. saying. I'm saying that in Molly's mind, she thinks that she had that conversation. But she never actually had that conversation. In Molly's mind, her telling Andrew that me and me and Issa are not on the same page, in her mind, is her telling Andrew that me and Issa are not fucking with each other. Like, in her mind... But I'm going... No, I'm going by what she actually said to him. She, you know we're not cool. Yes. Because in her mind, she thinks that she said that to him. But how do we know she didn't say that to him? Because we can we only, don't know that. Well, we can only go by what happens in the show. And so the last time and that's what I'm saying. in the There's show a... was in the morning time, and she didn't say that she didn't fuck with Issa. In fact, she said the opposite. She said, I, I love her. I just don't like her right now. Yeah, I just don't like her. I get, I get what you're saying, but I'm going by what she's saying to him. Because also, that's, this is like at the end of the day. This is growing from morning to night. We don't know what else she said to him, and we don't know what she said before the morning. Because remember, she said, I don't even want to go. That don't mean that we, you know, we kind of cool. If she's like de- like debating that she don't even want to go to the event, that's your best friend. And you're thinking, I don't even want to go to this. Yeah, she's tripping. That's when you know that Andrew wasn't taking that seriously. He didn't realize it until she went and jumped in her face like, oh, shit, she was serious. Oh, shit. Well, okay, let's go through this. So, Lauren, do you think Molly overreacted? To- Jumped in. Huh? A hundred percent. Yeah. A hundred, a hundred percent. Yeah. Devin, what about you? Devin's on mute during the time where he wants to gloat. All right. So. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, yeah. She nuked the situation. Uh, Team Fuck Molly. Uh, she nuked the situation. She nuked that shit. Because you can't come back from that. Well, here's the thing. One, Stephanie, the first thing is she. there's no excuse for her doing this at the dance. There. At the, there. At it's like she's out of line for that. It's like, girl... That's the conversation tomorrow or in two days. But even <laughs> not there. Like, this was just Molly being. This is Molly not being able to handle her emotions, and I don't mean that in like a sexist way. I mean, in she was this this action of Nathan asking Andrew to do him a favor is is not something that blows up a friendship. This is all the other shit that's been going through, and it just blew up because of that shit. Because here's the thing: if I'm friends with someone who's friends with someone. What's that's like? I can't ask that person. Like, because Molly, here's the thing Molly said, I told you not to do that. And that's not what Molly said on the phone. Actually, Molly said, she, she said, said she I'm wasn't not, going yeah, to do it. Said, I, I said, I'm not going to do it. She went back and watched it. She didn't say, you can't ask him. Or she said, I'm not going to ask him. She said, I'm not going to ask him. Yes. And, and you want to know why she, and I think also it was like, she didn't think Nathan was an option because she didn't know that Issa and Nathan were like, Talking, no. So look, look, look. And there's she, a part she, in she, that. Go ahead, Devin. Go ahead. Where, there, there's a part in that where she was like, "Oh, she fucking with Nathan again," and Molly wanted to protect Issa from that shit prematurely, which she had no right to do because she doesn't know what conversation they have, where, where they're at, and then she threw herself into that shit, you know. And that's furthermore putting her foot in her mouth about, you know, like Issa. I mean, Issa and Nathan can't have a relationship. Also, because Nathan goes 
Also, with Molly getting angry at this, this shows that it wasn't about Molly and Andrew. It was a hundred percent about Molly and Issa. And Molly was using. Well, this Andrew. is every. This was just a build up. This was yeah, just, it just gave her an outlet to unload because she started fans about all kind of stuff. Yeah, she was using. Well, I'm talking about the no. The, I'm talking about the episode before when she said I'm not going to ask Andrew, and Issa said why, and she was like I don't want to because I want to make this work. That had nothing to do with Andrew because if it was about Andrew, then you wouldn't care if Nathan asked. You care. You didn't want to ask Andrew because you didn't want to do that for Issa. Like she didn't, right. she didn't want to do that for Issa because it wasn't that. Oh, was all over that rejected phone call though. It was because of that rejected phone call when, like, when Molly thought Issa was actually trying to listen to her yeah, problems. Issa and was shit. wrong then. Like Issa was a hundred percent wrong then, just dismissing Molly in a way when Molly was trying to talk to her. But she wasn't. She wasn't not asking Andrew because she wanted to protect, a set some type of boundary or something. She was mad because she didn't want to help Issa out with that. She didn't want to deal with that shit. And she even said it. She said it at some point that she was like, you always need a little favor. Like, it's always something. You always need a favor for something. And that's... And We're going to use next. Yeah. yeah, she yeah. didn't want to help Issa with that shit. And so, this... And this but you also... You also got to look up the time frame that she asked Issa for that. That Issa asked her. They knew they weren't in a good place, and you're asking her anyway. So the excuse she but gave Issa is complete. See, no, is it I, don't yeah. matter. No, wait. Hold up. Here's the thing. What might be different? No, I was going to say this might be different with, I don't know if this is a gender thing or what, because like Devin is like my brother and my best friend. And if me and Devin beef, no matter how the beef was, if something was really important to me, no matter what Devin and I are going through, if, Showing up, if something yeah. is that important to me, like like this is obviously the biggest thing in Issa's professional life, in her entire life that she's ever done. If something's that important to me and you're my best friend and you don't and you don't show up in that time of need, like then what are we friends for? Like what are, what are we friends for at that point? Especially when they didn't really have anything that serious to blow it up. It wasn't like Issa was cheap, like fuck fucking Molly's boyfriend or something like completely unforgivable. It was just like a bunch of disconnect shit that they've been going through. So, and that's what, and I just feel like that's, that's, that was the thing. Like it wasn't that deep. And I just feel like Molly was just ready to unload. And like I say, and I am, and I'm not trying to peep sides because I feel like they're trying to show us an accurate portrayal of a relationship breaking down. Mm-hmm. So they're both at fault in some ways, but Definitely. this escalation was really just on Molly. Like that was on Molly. And that's the thing when you are going through something like that, it's just like it's just a straw that broke the camel's back thing. If it wasn't this, it would have been something else and Molly probably would have still blew up and escalated it. Right. And then you know people would blame it on like alcohol like Lindsay would blame it on something shit. But like it was just real some shit that, that bubbled to the top and I wanted to get shit off my chest. So I mean throughout the 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 whole thing this season, like they've both been at fault. For different things like it's not 100 percent molly 100 percent isa but to me this particular incident was 100 percent molly to me and it didn't have to be that way and that's what was kind of disturbing in the way in as far as the show goes with that because she was just she was heated and then like the thing that isa said to her was that um he she said uh this, she said it wasn't about you, and then she said you were willing to let me fail over a stupid rule that you made up. And then Molly said it wasn't random. I was setting boundaries. And then Issa Bitch, said, you ain't never set boundaries before. And then Issa said you saw me struggle. You saw all the shit I went through with just what was it called? Not just play. What was it called? Uh, 
Oh, you got what was it? You got it. We, we got, got y'all. We, we got, got y'all. y'all. She's like, you saw all the shit I went through. We got y'all and all this other shit and all the struggles I had. And this was the most important thing. And I just asked you for this one little favor. And Molly was like, you stay needing one little ass favor. And that was it, right? To me, that was it right there because at the end of the day, no matter what you go through with your best friend, like if you if you're gonna end a friendship, to me. A friendship needs to be ended on something worth ending a friendship. And like Lauren yeah. said, like the stuff that they've been going through wasn't serious enough to me to have a fucking drop a nuclear bomb at somebody's block party like Molly did. That shit. Um, so then. She- and that's again, literally, you get the whole explanation of their breakdown of why Molly's at fault right now. And not saying that Molly's at fault for, but Molly, you're literally. Turning the key to detonate this fucking relationship right now. You're fucking yeah. blowing this shit the fuck up. And like everybody is giving her, like, Molly, we don't have to do this shit right now. Molly, stop doing this shit. And then boom, she just got, she saw red and she blacked out and just went to, to blow it up. She blew the shit up. But she wasn't the only one seeing red though. Oh, well, no, Issa I mean, was again. pissed the fuck off. It was Issa's event. And honestly, right. I, and once you put your hand in my face, yeah, that's literally how that. <laughs> I could see it escalating it's to that point, it's but it's just like in that moment, I think it was a it was a lot of hurt from Issa's side because it does feel like, hey, why are you coming at me like this? Like you know, we're better than that. Even if we weren't good, we're better than that. Right, right. And Molly saw red soon as Andrew said it to her. Like she went into a different space. Right yeah, she was ready. She was ready. She didn't even take a break. Uh, take a break to like stop and like you know, even clarify with him again. Like, now what happened? No, she just literally started charging over to her. And to me, even in that instance, like, I felt like, I don't know, maybe should she have had a conversation with like, hey, if Issa asks you for a favor, don't do it kind of thing. Like, I don't even know how Andrew should have reacted. Like, should he have not done it? Like, should she have added Andrew? You know what I mean? Because the thing is, I don't feel like Andrew was wrong because I feel like he just didn't, you know, just care kind of flippantly Looks like, yeah, I'll do the favor. It's no big deal kind of thing. Molly, you know, in, in a way just feels a little bit controlling. And if she couldn't control the situation and have like the, and, and be able to press the green light on Issa's, you know, event, then it just didn't need to be no event then kind of thing. Like you was going to leave your friend hanging. You showed up here. So did you want your friend to have a shitty event? Like, I, I just, I don't know. I don't know. And no, you're absolutely and then, right. I feel like in friendships like this, I'm sorry. And I just too feel like in friendships like this, like Issa has probably been on a downturn and probably not has always had the same resources that Molly has, but, but we haven't seen everything. And I'm sure there have been some times where Issa has gone out of her way or bent over backwards or done a really big thing for Molly. And, you know, she just threw all of that out the window. Like, nah, fuck this shit. And it's just like, okay, like, we probably don't need to even, you know, I don't know about even being cordial after this because you really showing your true colors. You duke that shit. Boot shit up. Like, you're supposed to be like my best friend, a person that's like close to me, like a sister. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, people fight all the time. Like, me and my little brother get into it all the time, but I know if that nigga got a problem, I'm coming, I'm running. I don't care how much we're mad at each other. And I feel like that's the place that their friendship was. And maybe even Issa, you know, maybe misinterpreting, thinking, yeah, me and this girl, we always go round and round. We'll find our way back to each other, kind of thing. Like if this was Issa and Tiffany, I could see this to an extent. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. a different relationship. But she wouldn't that's ask a Tiffany. Different relationship. That's the thing. It wouldn't even be this with Tiffany because she wouldn't ask Tiffany. I think so. she would only ask. I don't think she would. But the thing about it, I see. This is where I'm like, 
I feel like the spot where they're in, where she like charged at her, there's a reason why both of them are at this spot. It's either because of where she interrupted. She's like, well, well, bitch, fine. Gloves off. Let me tell you about yourself and how it don't matter if my shit failed. Um, you probably still, if shit blow up with Andrew, it's not going to be my fault. And so you're looking at the insecurities of two different people. Molly's insecure about her relationships and Issa's insecure about her career. Because from the beginning of this show, I'm going to the totality of this show. Issa has, you have never seen her going, oh my God, this is so big for me. And honestly, Molly is always there for her. Because when she cheated on Lawrence, homegirl was running interference between the two dudes because both of them showed up. That was Molly running interference for her. She was mad as shit at Issa and she still drove back from Malibu with her. Right, which is why I, and see, it's like, why I can see Issa being even more mad that this little shit that's happened this season the little shit this place but it's not but i think when we're looking at it like it's little but it's not when you're talking about somebody's feelings yeah because here it's just, it is it's the it's like, the camel's back it, it really all, is a all the little things. like girl she but mind you they knew they were off oh we need to talk about this oh we're we gonna talk about oh girl i ain't got time oh this oh i ain't got time oh can we do this later um, oh, my thing fell off. Oh, what happened? Girl, I don't have time for this right now. Oh, can I call you and talk? Oh, yeah, because let me tell you about my problems. You called I me mean, to talk about wrong. your you're problems. Wrong with that shit. So it's kind of like, the thing, that's why I'm like, they need to have a conversation. It's, I'm not telling, I'm not saying Molly's wrong to be mad. I'm like, I don't, it's like, I guess, I'm like, it's wrong where she is. And it's like, one, here's the deal. The thing that got me was that, you know what's really funny about this whole situation? If Vincent Staples' manager had not walked up to Andrew, she wouldn't even know about any of this because he wouldn't. Right. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, so why are you not mad at Andrew? Or why did he just I was like, it was like I don't why know did you why say she say anything? Mad at Andrew. Like, and, I don't understand but why. But why wouldn't he? That's his job. I, I, um, it's not his job I to get, it's not his job to do East Elf favor. It's not his job to do No, no, but I'm saying like. Hold on, hold on. Technically, she was doing, he was doing Nathan a favor. That. And that's, exactly. and that's what I feel like it was too. Like it was more about Andrew helping his friend out yes. who needed to do a favor for a girl that he liked and used to fuck with yes. more so than, you know, Andrew really doing the favor for Issa kind of thing. Like I just, and I feel like that's really what it was more about and hope. And, and I don't know why Molly couldn't have seen it. Like, Oh, Nathan's just using you to try to get some pussy. Okay. That's fine. Whatever. And, and blow it off like that versus no Issa is this conniving ass. Like, evil genius who's always trying to do some some shit. She right. literally says you stabbed me in the back. Molly, what the fuck are you talking about? And, and I was like, I'm like, that's show, a bit much. That's a bit show, much. We've never seen Issa do that. Like to that like throughout the four seasons. So it like it, it all what? came out of nowhere. Like the stuff that she was like, I knew you'd been a shady ass bitch. And I was like when? No, she hasn't. When has she been? Uh, I mean, you, you, uh, you perform yeah, fucking, has, uh, open but, mic, okay? About my broken pussy. Um, we started. Uh, yeah. Did she? Oh, ever, okay, so about the broken yes, pussy, she I forgot. Did she? She said she, Molly's name on the stage. No, no but, but everybody knew it was about her. <laughs> she knew it. That's why she was running around trying to get rid of it. She tried. Oh. That's why Daniel had to help her. So I'm like, so the thing when she said shady, I'm like, she ain't wrong here because she has done some shady stuff not particularly to molly per se but she has done some shady stuff and this thing with the block party she did kind of act selfishly because quiet as it kept she could have went to nathan originally but she she went to molly first let me finish (laughs) 
Thank you. <laughs> she wouldn't have asked if she had just went right to Nathan, if they were cool, this would have been fine. She went to Molly because Molly is her friend. And that is her best friend. And she didn't think it would be an issue, even though it's like she's so myopic with her vision of, yeah, I know I'm probably not being a really good friend here. Or, you know, I'm not, you know, I know we off, but, you know, I got to put this on back burner because I got to get this shit done. And then Condola got, like, ghosted her. The person that's literally supposed to be helping her. I'm like, you got all this fire for Molly, but Condola dropped your ass a month before the goddamn block party to be helping you, and you ain't do shit. The person you should be cussing out is Condola. But okay. Yeah, but Issa Issa was trying to be an adult and not do that shit. And I can see that. Like, you don't right. know, like, Issa might have said some shit to Condola if they met up outside the block party, but Issa... I don't think she would have. But Issa's <laughs> at her block party. And when Molly came up to talk to Issa, Issa was not at seeing Red in the beginning of that conversation. She got to And that also, level. too, it's a different but, relationship. I'm sorry, but yeah, yeah it's, a, it's a different relationship. It's people that are close to you can bring shit out of you that other people can right. because right. you have all this this built-up history. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I feel like maybe, yeah, Condola is somebody I just met. She's the girlfriend of my ex-boyfriend. That shit was bound to probably, you know, get 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 dicey. But Molly is my girl. Like I say, this is the person that knows the most about me. Mm-hmm. And that's the problem with close relationships because you start... Because it's going to hurt you, worse coming you, from you her. You hold people in such high regard. Yeah, and you hold people in such high regard, but your actions don't always match your feelings because you make a lot of assumptions. Like, well, this is my girl, this is my sister, so I ain't gotta fix shit with her. Bitch, help me with my with my event. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Versus sitting down and saying, "Look, I love you, sis. I know we on some on a rocky road right now. What what the fuck is up?" They never gave each other that room, and like I said, and I blame Issa for that. Issa didn't go have the conversation on Thanksgiving. She probably should have yep. figured out how to have that conversation. Yeah. Because, yeah, because the one who was saying, I don't even fuck with Molly, she said that the night before her event. And when as soon as she saw Molly, what she say? Oh, I didn't even think he was going to be here. What? Did she say that? So what we talking about? Yes, she did. Brandon, you know, know I've been watching this video. I was, oh, oh no. As soon as she saw Molly, they're like, hey, she gave her a half ass hug. Oh, I didn't even think he was going to be here. Said, of course I'd be. And it was like, of course, I'm your best friend. And it was just like, they look at each other like, uh, awkward. I'm like, oh, are we best friends? You telling Nathan the night before that I don't even fuck with Molly. That's why I'm like, us saying that Andrew didn't know, I'm like, yeah, I don't know about that. If you could say it to Nathan, who you barely talked to, who you barely seen in the last few months, you can tell him that I'm not even fucking with my best friend. You, really? You're not? <laughs> you telling Nathan this? Why, why are you telling Nathan this? You've been dying to get it out. She ain't really tell nobody. And she's been dying to tell because she ain't tell Tiffany or Kelly either. She ain't tell she didn't really tell them all because when she was talking to her brother at Thanksgiving, she was just like, Yeah, me and Molly been off recently. But she she wasn't like at the point where she was like, I don't fuck with her no more. It was just like we've been off recently. Um But that was back at Thanksgiving though. Yeah, this was- is now the night this is the night before the block party. She's like, I don't even fuck with her. I'm like, Wow, okay, how do we get here? I just think I can't. I don't know how to defend Molly with this in any way. I'm not, and I'm not saying it's a defense. It's like now I'm not saying defend Molly because one, she's wrong to do this at her event, but I don't think her feelings with one them it, it it's so much worse because they're best friends. So anything that Issa said to her and anything that Molly said to her, it's going to hurt ten times yes. worse. And then yep. Molly is totally wrong in this situation because you're doing it here well, because I one, I think Molly's her feeling. Wrong. 
I don't think Molly's wrong to be mad at Issa at all. I think you're no, right. Yeah. yeah. No, it's like, so she had like pulled her aside like, oh, but yeah, she should have been like, she should have just honestly, if this was me, I would have just left. I, I think I may not have said goodbye to Issa. I would have just left. I'm like, let's get out of here. I got to go. I'm so mad. I'm like, eh, eh. And yeah. he's like, why? Right. I would have just left. I think she's wrong to approach her there, but I think her feelings are very valid because it did feel like you went like around her because you would have asked Nathan if Molly had said yes. If Molly had said yes, you wouldn't have been, you wouldn't, you would not have even had reached out to Nathan because you would have no need. So when she was saying that you use people, I'm like, she ain't wrong. She's not talking about you using me. She's talking about all the dudes that you use because she used Daniel too. Well, she said me too. She said you use Nathan, you use Andrew, you use me. Who mm-hmm. thinks? My thing is, I think Molly had very good reasons to be upset with Issa before this because of all the shit Issa's done. I just yeah, don't see it's like, how this... Like, if you're, like, despite how mad you are at somebody, like, this is obviously, like, something that was, like, very important to her. And so the mm-hmm. fact that you would say, like, she basically centered herself in this. She said... You you went around me, and I was just like, "Well, I wouldn't have but to I, go around you if you would have just done it." And exactly, and if you just like, did well, this I was for me. And, and to me, I'm just like, there shouldn't be any boundary to the point that you can't help your best friend with something this important. If it was something small, like, "Hey, tell Andrew to get me some tickets to the Vince Staples concert." Yeah, I'm not gonna fucking ask Andrew to get you tickets when I'm not fucking with you right now like that. But that's but getting tickets is kind of smaller than getting a yeah. event. No, that's my. So point. I'm saying like that's no. my point. It's, it's if she gets the tickets or not, Issa's life ain't gonna change. But if Issa fucking doesn't get a headliner, this whole block party goes to shit. And the biggest professional. But thing how that is that Molly's life, fault? That's not Molly's fault. It's not the point that it's not Molly's fault. It's the point that Molly could have helped and she. But, she but then it would turn back, and then felt some type of way when Issa got it done anyway. And she purposely chose not to try to help. She she was like sabotaging the event essentially at that point. Uh, Condola's the one that sabotages yes, the event. I'm like, no, nope, no. Nope. And then you had someone to try to help you, and you thought your best friend, no matter what you're going through, would come through for you. And your best friend goes, you know what? No, nah, fuck that. I'm not gonna do it. That's she was like one too many favors, bitch. Yeah, and that's you a killer. Know why? And you want to know why? Because it's like, you can't keep treating somebody, someone who is perceiving that you're treating them like shit, you can't expect them to just to help you. But yo, we, yeah. you just remember like, like last that's week, not okay. That's not okay. You can't just keep, especially when you know there's a problem, but I can see if you didn't know. If she didn't know that Molly had an issue with her, this would be totally different. You know there's something wrong with y'all too. And you're like, I don't care, but I need you to do this. How could you not help me? Like, uh, I, th- I feel like you don't. You can. I feel like you're talking as if they're just like friends. Like they're just, you know, we, that's my that's my friend. No, I'm know. talking like she is a best friend. I'm not talking like he's just talking to I Tiffany. I can never picture myself doing that to my best friend, no matter the circumstance, unless it was something like outrageous, like. My best friend slept with my You gotta disrespect my like girl this. in front of me. Oh, you gotta like, do something. Yeah, like you gotta something terrible. Like something really terrible. I, like would have to be to, to get me to the point that something this big. I would, in that moment, I wouldn't come. So for them. can we also point out the fact that nobody thought that Issa was serious about this? None of her friends thought that. None of them. They all said, "I didn't think you could do this." You want to know, guy? Because Issa been a flighty ass the whole damn season, that's, the whole that's damn true. series. 
They well, all were well, like, yeah, sure. They like, think yeah, she sure you're going to do this off. block party. But well, they didn't think she could pull it off. They also didn't think she would stick to it either. Yeah, but at, at the point when Molly, when Issa called Molly, she knew that everything was set up, except that her headliner fell out at that point. And then she actually tried to help her. She's a whole-ass lawyer, and she's like, wait a minute. You, did you have a contract with him? Right. Why are I you agree. talking to a lawyer? And she's like, girl, I don't want to talk about... Can you just help me, please? But uh, I, I also I'm think sorry? that was Condola's part as well. I always thought... I mean, you was doing that last thing. I mean, Condola I think that was Condola's part, too. This. I was but like, you could also uh -oh. feel... You could also feel like that's kind of condescending. Because Molly was asking, like, did you miss a payment? And Issa's like, no, bitch, I didn't miss a payment. If I missed a payment, I would have... Because Issa said... Understood why like, he pulled out. Yeah. Molly was like, why did he pull out? Did you miss... Like, Issa's like, I don't know why he pulled out. And then Molly was like, did you miss a payment? And she's like, no. I, I made all the payments in the next one scheduled on this date. But she also acted like she didn't know either. And it was just kind of because she wasn't the one handling it. And she was like, did you do anything to break the contract? Issa was like, no. Because... <laughs> At that point, Molly Issa is frustrated, and she was dismissing Molly, don't get me wrong, from the beginning. But at that point, she's like, don't condescend me asking me shit. Like, if I miss But I think she was, I don't think she was being condescending. I think she was asking her legal questions because somebody as big as school board Q, it's like the littlest thing will set them off. And it's like, if you know somebody who's an actual lawyer, you're like, wait a minute, then if you've been giving him money, we can find out how to get your money back. Because it's like, if you didn't do anything wrong, he shouldn't have been pulling out. Wait. I agree. Why is he pulling out? I agree, but Issa is saying my money is but one thing. This is a friend call. This wasn't a lawyer no, call. Even, this no, is a friend that. call. Issa is saying my money is one thing, but my getting my money back ain't got shit to do with a headliner being at my event. Like it's it's because this was like a week before, and so she's basically like, I got a I'm a, it's a week out. I just printed these fucking flyers and my headliner dropped off. Yes, we can. We can talk about this later, and I can make I can sue Schoolboy Q and get my money back that I paid him. But that ain't got shit to do with a headliner showing up for this block party. And at the end of the day, I, I get all the money back. But if I don't have a headliner, this shit is dead. And I think in her mind, she's just like, obviously, this is a big fucking deal, and you dropped the ball in the biggest of deals in my life. And so I think Molly, I think Molly, if that didn't happen. I think Molly had a bunch of, and she still does have a bunch of legitimate points uh, to talk to Issa about yeah. about what they went through. But I think this thing in particular is like I don't know how Issa and Molly come back from this. Like that's what I was going to ask all of you next. Like, do you the, no they, come back from this? Go ahead, Lauren. No, no, I don't, and I hope that that's where that goes. Like I hope that they don't try to rush and try to like mend fences before the season is over, even if. You know, it's on a cliffhanger and they eventually circle back to each other. I think it's just really important to show that, first of all, you know, even you, even when you love people, there are boundaries that can get crossed. And sometimes when you cross certain boundaries, there's just no coming back from that. And then also, too, history doesn't replace, like, growth in a healthy relationship. Mm -hmm. Like, they are friends. They have been friends. But mm -hmm. maybe it is time to go your separate ways or whatever. Like, everybody is not meant to be with you for the rest of your life. Yeah, and it just might be an example of that. Yeah, because sometimes you outgrow people. Because I think the part that really hurts watching this um, fight was that they threw each other's insecurities in yep. each other's faces, and it was just like, oh god. Because the thing about it is, is like when you're a best friend, you hold a lot of shit that other people would just be like, oh fuck oh, that yeah. bitch, I don't like it. 
So they held a lot of that on because they're like, okay, gloves are off. I, I'm tired of acting like I don't see this shit. I see it because it was just, it just hurts to watch. And it was just like, the bad part about it is I think they can, but it's never, it's like this kind of shit. It's like, can they be friends again? Yes. Will it be the same? Absolutely not. Because it all turned. In the middle of this, Molly, uh, Issa says to Molly, why are you doing this now at my event? And then Tiffany walks up and says, guys, you don't have we're to do having this. Fun. Like, she's like, you guys are friends. You don't have to do this now. And then We were just having fun. And then Molly, <laughs> this is when it escalated. Because before that, they were talking. But, like, Issa was kind of calm before this. And then. Oh, Molly came up to her, like, on 10. Yeah. And, it was like, Molly, um, Issa, it would have. <laughs> yeah, Issa was responding. She was obviously agitated, but she was still relatively calm. And then Issa goes, why, do you, why are you doing this now at my event? And Tiffany comes up and says, you guys don't have to do this. Y'all are friends. And then immediately after that, Molly says, I was just doing the wobble with this, this shady ass bitch. And you stabbed me in the back. And then that's when the shit escalated right there. Like it, it looked, she said stab her in the back. And I was like, OK, I think that's a little extreme. Stab me in the back. Is that nice. shit escalated at that point. And then that's when, like Stephanie said, they start talking about each other's insecurities. Uh, Issa says, like, we don't have time for your drama. You keep starting shit and making up problems and focusing on shit. I need to fix when you need to fix yourself. And it was like, wait a minute, ma'am. Your your black party was drama. Why are you saying my dr- girl? And then Molly said, I wish Molly had not quit therapy. I'm like, girl, go back to therapy because you. That's what I was thinking right there. That therapy shit is real. Nobody. I'm like, y'all need. You. She said, you need to figure out your own shit and stop using people. You use Nathan and Andrew and me. Who's next? <laughs> and she. That's the bad part. Molly wasn't wrong. It's true. Because if she didn't need Nathan for something, she wouldn't have reached out to him. And then Andrew said, let's not do this here. <laughs> and oh, uh-huh. the one thing I want to say is like I've been in a I've been in a public place where I've seen like two friends arguing. And it's so awkward. Mm-hmm. It's like so awkward. It is there. It's awkward for everybody. And that was the thing too, Molly. Like, it's not just that you coming out coming at Molly, I mean, coming at Issa's head, you know, at this event, you're putting everybody else in the middle of it. And that's why I say that was a little selfish, too, because now Tiffany's involved, now Kelly's involved, now Andrew's in it, now he's feeling mm-hmm. bad, now Nathan is, you know, in it, you and know, through association. Like, well, you, you're going to expect them and to that, and, 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 and that's the thing, and that's when everybody has to take sides, because people are going to naturally take sides. And that's why I'm always of the thing. Like, I, I try not to put people in a position and take sides. Mm-hmm. I just make the decision for you. Like, I won't fuck with the whole crew because I don't want to be in the middle of that. But that's right. just a really unfair situation to put everybody in. Yep. Yeah. It's like, that, that's it. Because it kind of happened when Tiffany and Kelly were at odds, too. And they were kind of like, okay, whose side do we take? Because yeah, we don't ever have seen, Right. And it was like, it didn't really seem like they actually worked that out. It was like, we don't know if they actually worked that out. Because it seemed like Kelly was like, no, fuck her forever. And the baby. And, they kind of, <laughs> and the baby. Right. And so it was kind of like, hmm, did they ever work that out? So I think it's going to be interesting to watch how Kelly and Tiffany try to help them work that out. Because I'm pretty sure they probably will go, this is how me and Kelly got over it. Or this is how me and Tiffany got over it. Or are still working it out. I don't know. But Ooh, it's like, man, they were going scorched earth on each other. And I was like, ooh, boy. Yeah, it was bad. So I don't, like, yeah, like I was saying, I don't know how maybe they can come back to from this if they have a deep conversation. But, like, 
if so, if they I don't think it's gonna this, be the same. Here's the thing: if they would have had the same blow, if Molly would have had the same blow up, but it was like in private, I think they could come back. But I don't know how you come back from doing that shit at my event. Yeah, and then you didn't yeah. get it in front of everybody. Everybody nah, else. You involved everybody so, else now. So, Steph, y'all, y'all good? If this happens to you at your event, you good? Are you y'all, Who? y'all done? Who? You, this, you, you and your best friend. You and your best friend. This happened to y'all. You done? Um. Well, that's the thing. I don't think Molly and he's have been friends as long as Molly, my best friend. I've been best friends with my friend damn near more than half my life. So, yeah, I honestly don't think it would happen but i don't think we would be over but we would have to have a conversation so here's the thing i'll be very transparent i have had me and my best friend have a relationship where i knew we were off and we sat in a restaurant and i pulled her up like i really need to talk to you about this and we sat and we talked about it but that's why when i look at this i can't go 100 percent someone did this i'm like no this is a relationship both of y'all are in this and both of y'all mm-hmm. need to fix it so it's like i, I don't know do, Watching Molly and Issa fight has me triggered because I'm like, so I have a best friend and we have had our outs and we've had our time when we were off, but we also, it takes more one person to say, hey, okay, we're going to sit down and talk this out. And it happened to be, I happened to be the person that I was like, Mm -hmm. I value this relationship a lot. And so I'm like, we're going to fix this. Because a lot of stuff don't get fixed if you just don't say anything. A lot of stuff goes unsaid and that's not healthy. It's like, you need to actually just talk about this. So just going, oh, I'll talk about it later. You're never going to fix anything. So I think if you if you value the relationship, you can fix it, but it's going to take work. And I don't know if either one of them are going to let their ego do the work. Lauren, what about and that's you? the problem. I like I said, I've been through a similar thing and we just it we just part we just went our separate ways. And mm-hmm. honestly, it's and it's been a few years since it happened. Even my husband was asking me, like, so you don't think there's just no hope for, for reconciliation? And I was like, No, like mm-hmm. I've lived this long without her. Um and we like I said, we knew each other as children growing up. We were very close, but mm-hmm. we got to a point in it and it escalated way too far and I was like, I just I, don't, I, I can't devote that type of energy to a relationship like that. Like, not like that. Like, we're not, I, I'm the only one that's had children. I've had a child, I've been a mom since we were 19. Mm-hmm. I just unfortunately don't have like enough energy to coddle you in that way. And the thing is, it's not the fact, it's not that she was 100% wrong. I was too. But where I am in my life, I just was like, mm, you know, we, we see, like, the funniest thing, she liked one of my brother's Instagram posts that he had, like, posted about me to acknowledge me for something. Mm-hmm. And I, we're not friends on any social media, but I saw her thing on there and she had liked it. Mm-hmm. And I saw, one of, I saw one of her siblings somewhere and we hugged and chopped it up. And, and, me, and, and me and this girl have not talked in years. So it's so weird because our families are so like close or whatever mm. in situation, but we haven't seen each other. And that's the thing. I just, I don't know what I would say. Like, I don't even know how do you come back from that? Like last thing we said, was just like, bitch, fuck you, not bitch, fuck you. And it's just <laughs> like, okay, then like, well, fuck you, you know? And I don't know. I just, I don't, and the thing is I don't wish anything bad. Like I want her to be happy in life. I want her to get married and have babies and, and, and conquer the world. I just don't want to be a part of the ride with you anymore. Yeah. Right. That's I how that. I feel because, like, to me, all the stuff that happened before this, and even this, like, to me, could have been handled, and they could. I think they could have got over it. But like, I don't know how. Like, this is where I do blame Molly in this one particular thing, not anything else. I don't know how Easter gets past like 
your best friend just purposely letting you down like in this situation like anything, yeah like i just don't know how i could get past that like anything else like i could admit where i was wrong or i could argue with you when i think i was right or we could discuss it and we could come back for it but i don't know how you apologize if you're supposed to be my closest friend in the world and in my biggest time of need you purposely let me down because we were going through some shit like i just i i don't know how me personally i don't know how i can get past that part because i heard the yeah. most you got to stay with that yeah yeah but I, I and and you guys are right and i think it's it boils down to the i can say yes 75 times you're only focused on that one time i tell you no yes except okay. this one and time i know it and that was the biggest time the biggest I don't know if it's the biggest. It's big, but I don't know if it's the biggest. Well, yeah. yeah to an extent. That's what, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, I, as of right now, the it might be the biggest. The biggest in the show, this was it. This is the biggest ask of her. In the and show. I think it's mostly because she did it by herself. And any other time she asked um, Molly for something, it was like she was doing it for her other job. Or she was doing it like because Lawrence and Daniel were at the same event. And she ran interference. Not that Issa asked her to do that. She just did it. Yeah, she just did that. And honestly, that's she, I mean, what happens when you're in a friendship with someone when one part one part of the friendship or relationship is more successful than the other. It's, it's going to be an imbalance in favors. But that to me, I don't I don't wouldn't jump to using at that point. Like that's maybe that's just how I think. But like if you're in a, if you're in a friendship or relationship with someone and one part of that is more way more successful financially professionally than the other, chances you are, don't call it using them. Chances right. are the lesser successful person is going to ask for more favors professionally or monetarily than the person that's more successful because that's just the nature of it. And so mm-hmm. the, the idea of that to me it does not jump to using, but to be fair, the last time they talked, Issa was very dismissive of Molly. And so that yeah. part I get. But at the end of the day, to me, if, if Devin was dismissive of me, but I, I could tell that this was like the big like this big thing that he had to do, I would help him out. And then afterwards, I'd be like, hey, man, listen, I helped you out because you're my brother and I'm always help you out. But I don't like how you did that shit. And this is why. Right, right. And I feel like that's how you yeah. have that conversation. Yeah, but it's like I'm the same way. So it's kind of like we could be like off, and I would still help her. Like, it, uh, like it wouldn't even be you like love a, somebody. It, you should be able to interpret the words from a place of love. Like, right. yeah, mm-hmm. that wasn't cool, but we'll be okay. Right. And to yeah. Me, Issa, to, yeah. From Issa's perspective, it, to me, it's like were we ever really that close? If you could just easily dismiss me, like, like just easily not help me like that for something you know is this serious? Were we ever that close? So I don't know, because if you watch the previews, because we're about to get out of here, but if you watch the previews, they're talking about, um, they're talking about, like, who's going to call who first um, mm-hmm. in the previews. So Does that matter? Do you think that matters, though? Oh, it matter. definitely matters, because it should be Molly. It definitely should be Molly. Yeah, it should be Molly. It should be Molly that calls. They both have a lot to talk Hands about. Down. It's Molly about leverage, too. But it's about leverage. Yeah. It, it's, the, at, at this point, it's not even about leverage. It's like, oh no, baby, you acted a whole ass at that event because it wasn't just. Now you made it bigger than. Um, I'm really mad at Issa, and she has been taking me for granted for 
X amount of time. However, she said, no, baby, she need to come and say, I'm sorry first. If you can go over to Andrew, who you barely know, which which wine, and apologize, then you can do this with Issa. So it need to be my way. Yeah. And that's the thing, too, that I feel like it's so real in, a relation, in, in like, friendships versus, like, romantic relationships. You, mm-hmm. It seems like, and I've even been guilty of this, we have so much more grace for our partners. And I'm mm-hmm. saying this maybe from, like, a woman. Mm-hmm. To male perspective, maybe not so much, but we have so much more grace and patience for our partners. Like I know women who have literally been dogged out, been cheated mm-hmm. on, and had side babies on, and take that nigga right on back. Broke they flat iron. Take that nigga oh. right back. They homegirl broke they flat iron, and them bitches ain't talking a decade. Like right, like, why you <laughs> ain't talking to her? I mean? so oh, she 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 been using my Netflix password and fuck her. It's like wait a minute, don't. We- don't your boyfriend got like two other babies? What that got to do with anything? That, that nigga had a set of twins thing. on you last summer. Yeah, definitely a gender thing. Yeah, definitely gender thing. Because it's the opposite it is. with men. Because, because men, women are socialized different. We're socialized mm, yes. to need men and to drop to, our friends. And also accept any I, old thing. Accept anything. I had a homegirl that was just like, yeah, I don't know why my friends expect me to maintain the same relationship with them now that I'm married. And I'm like, because when that nigga cheat on you and you left by yourself, them hoes are going to be the ones that shit up. Right, and also right. Like, it's the opposite with men because men are quick to throw away like a woman, a relationship, like oh, exactly but, over, and, and over. And they're not, con- and they're not conditioned to do that either. It's like, oh, she cheat, well, fuck her, dump her ass. Right. But if it's a woman saying a man cheated, oh, well, honey, you have to understand why. Man, I mean, gonna be men, reason why. What the fuck you mean? That is true. Men will be men. That's what they say. Right. Boys will be boys. I mean, oh. I mean, I mean. Do you cook? Like, bitch, I got you. I got you. Chicken Alfredo. Right. The funny thing about that statement to me is like, like, like not to get too deep, but like scientifically, like people in general are just like promiscuous in a way. (laughs) So it's funny Mm -hmm. how in like in in the culture, it's assigned to men. Like men, men's minds wander and they look for the other. And I'm like, everyone's minds wanders. It's just that men choose to act on it more often in general, not in every case, Mm -hmm. obviously. Than women, mm-hmm. and it's more accepted. It's like it's like a part of their their uh, person. Like it's just like a part of a male structure. Like oh, men are gonna gonna be wandering eyes and look and want to do other things. That's just part of being a man. You have to fight that. And for women, it's like the it's like oh no, women are naturally like they don't want to look. And I'm like oh, monogamous, that's, and that's, that's a lie. <laughs> We're just slut shamed so bad to the point where we just we enforce self control on ourselves because everybody you know diminishes a, a piece of your soul or something. So yeah, I feel like if it wasn't the same parameters, it'd be a lot of bitches out here getting side dig. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that's what we're moving into the age of that now. Where like you know, women are you know they've owned that power that they can do what the fuck a man does. Uh, I mean, is it better I, than it was? Yes, that's a low. Point. No, yeah, way better it's than not, it was. Yeah. It's not. It's not anywhere near what men benefited the doubt they get. Oh no, mm-hmm. no, even close. Is it better? Dwayne Wade yes. and Gabrielle Union situation? If reversed, nobody would support that. If, oh, absolutely. He had a baby not. on a break, and I'm doing if, the quotation uh, fingers. Imagine if if uh, Beyonce cheated on Jay Z with a white man. Mm. Damn. 
We would not, y'all would not be calling her the queen right now. Y'all would not be doing that shit. Excuse me, they tried to do that to Serena when she got her Alexis. I would, I would be calling her she? queen, but I'd be like, queen, I'm everybody, like anybody, else literally anybody. Because <laughs> when Serena got with Alexis, they're like, how's she just gonna abandon us? I'm like, y'all were calling her, her a and calling her a gorilla for, for a long years. time, right? It's like she gave way too many her. niggas chance. She gave niggas chances. I mean, they like she went, it was like they were calling her the until Jamie Foxx is like, but did y'all see that ass though? All of a sudden it was like this little light switch. I'm like, she's had the same body for God knows how long. But Jamie Foxx say, ooh, I like the man that don't be with black women. But okay, and now he said something. Y'all like, oh, that's right. Jamie like her. I'm like, Jamie don't like black women. What y'all doing? No, see, he, well, yeah, that's true. He doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> it was like wait <laughs> I also think it was it's also this other thing that like he was super rich too it's, it all goes so that circle and, because and those, they that, that environment they did the same thing to Eve too with that white man yeah but I feel like more people didn't care about Eve though because they were like she was, was kind of more obscure. Yeah, she wasn't mm. in, in the spotlight as much. But people still yeah. shit on her, though. They will. Yeah. They, they'll still shit on her. Mm-hmm. Like, y'all, she was with CBJ, who basically groomed like, like, uh, her as a teenager y'all. and released the sex tape of her. She deserves to go get with her white cane mm-hmm. and, and be a stepmama to his white children. Yeah, because it's like certain black people. And this, and this actually does go to both genders. That like people don't get that upset with like for example like if Steph Curry was dating a white woman I don't think anyone would care because they would expect hey, did, that did shit. Did No, did Steph Curry. Cheat? It's an expectation. Yeah, they would expect that shit. They'd be like, oh, Steph Curry. Dates Not a white that woman. we know of that's the white woman. That's oh, because. But like, I, I saw feel like if LeBron was dating a white woman, people would feel some type of way. They tried. Look, they tried to get LeBron. They tried to get. Well, him. he LeBron loves white women. He cheats with white women all the time. It's just he's married to a black queen, so we kind of let him slide. Oh, have to. He's a like, little bit he more politically. He he's a little bit more politically astute than Michael Jordan, so we give him. You know, we give him his flowers. Hey, here's the thing: Michael Jordan yeah. left a black woman, and he went to a. Brown women, I think. Like, whatever, yeah. That's why Russell uh, yeah. Wilson is. A, that's why Russell Wilson is a real king because he got his money and left a white woman and got with a black woman yes, with a baby already. Yeah. Like that was that 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 put the city girls up by a thousand. Yo, <laughs> yeah, Russell Wilson should be up there on the on the black woman list. Oh, he's the king. He's the king. <laughs> oh, we love him. Black black men don't like like him because they like Future's music. I like oh yeah, yeah. I just I mean, think he's corny. But listen, sometimes it's corny. I think it's corny I, for I, I love corny love. It's like I love. It. I used That's to think so he cute. was corny, but I don't think he's corny. Future is actually corny. Like Future got poor oh, yeah. big management. He thir- he thirty seven so years old, acting like he's twenty three. Just terrible. <laughs> that that when you think about it, that nigga's actually kind of corny. Oh, he's super like you, have, you are lick. Like you are. Oh, Future is a lick. You are not a pimp. I guess you are Future is a goddamn clown. Okay. Russell Wilson is kind of a dork. Like even before he got with. Oh, he's oh he's definitely a dork. He's dorky. Yeah, he's dorky. He's dorky. And but, but I know he's cool too, in person though. I feel like, like some with of that. Sierra, I know he's cool. I feel like some of that is is fake. I feel like yes. some of that dorkiness is his, is his money image. That's his pay. Cause when he talks on IG Live and stuff, yeah, the nigga be say. jumping out. Like when he with Sierra and stuff, the nigga be sliding, be slipping and sliding out. He, he was, just knows how to keep his coins together. They had that mm-hmm. video late at night. He had on this big ass chain with fucking diamonds on, 
And he was like, yeah, I'm with my girl. Like, she braid, like she braiding his hair and shit. Like, it was so yeah to see that like, in that light. And then when oh. you hear him at, like, press conferences, he's, like, super corny, like, QB, like, robot guy. It's so <laughs> weird. What? That nigga keeping them coins. I was like, nah, he just, yeah. I mean, he, yeah. All right, so I got two questions about the show for next week before we get out of here. Uh, one, uh, well, the first, well, three questions, but the first one we already asked is um, who calls who first. The second question is, do you think um, Tiffany and Kelly get caught up in the crosshairs of this? Mm-hmm. Oh, sure. I think Tiffany and Steph got some other shit going on because I feel like Steph is real. I mean, uh, Tiffany is, I mean, Tiffany and Kelly, I'm sorry. Uh, I feel like Kelly's stepping up where Tiffany's falling off right now. So I think they got a whole different dynamic before, so they won't even get caught up in this because I think Kelly is definitely feeling like the best friend that has to step up when her friend is falling off the fucking cliff and going through some real shit. What do you think, Steph? I'm sorry, what, was what part what question are you asking me again? Do you think Tiffany and Kelly get caught up in this? Oh, absolutely. Because Lisa and Molly, sorry. Sorry. Can you hear me now? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay, sorry. So, I think so because Isa and Molly kind of got in the crosshairs between Tiffany and Kelly, so probably, but I feel like it's super weird that they're supposed to be like this friend group, but sometimes when it comes to the inner working, it seems so surface, and I'm not exactly sure why. It's weird to be like deep and surface at the same time. Uh, what about you, Lauren? Uh. <laughs> um, <laughs> is it deep though? Like, is it deep? That's what I'm saying. What well, it's so weird to watch. Come back them. to me. It's like come, come back to me. On this <laughs> it's like you're watching two two sets of best friends who are friends with each other, but it don't. Because even when at the beginning of the season, when Issa was like asking Kelly, "Do you know?" So she's like, "What you talking about?" And then Molly asked Tiffany, "She's like, what are you talking about?" I'm like. Are y'all all in the same room? <laughs> yep. Uh, and then the last question is, uh, this is kind of a two-part question. Do you think um, Nathan coming through for Issa leads to something between those two? She should have gave him some some mad pussy that night. Like, she should have just worked her uh, She, she better break him. his hip. But she better break his hip. But I don't... I, yeah, but I just... I don't see it going I don't think they got it no more. That. I don't know why... Right. It just, mm, I just don't see that 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 you know that chemistry between them, and I feel like that's not that's not because they don't have chemistry as actors, because that's something that she's trying to portray, you know, as through Issa. Like they're just, I really feel like they, I don't know. I just, I'm I'm waiting on the Lawrence shit to drop. That's the shoe that I'm waiting on to drop. Mm-hmm. I'm waiting on the Lawrence. Because I thought it was interesting that he didn't even come. I was like, how interesting that yeah. you didn't even come. That nigga doing this, you know, Lawrence doing this, he trying to get his life together and shit, you he know. He's probably going to uh, say he didn't want to come to see Condola because he thought cause Condola was involved. Yep. So that was going to be weird and shit. That's the second part of the question. What do you think happens next with the Condola, Issa, Lawrence triangle? Like, do you think Condola's just gone for the rest of the season and we just act like she don't exist? I feel like it. That sure was kind of like almost like, mm-hmm. like an ending. It was almost like a. I can't the, I can't find the word I'm trying to say, but it was it was closure. I feel like that sure was like, yeah, sure, we'll see each other around because no the fuck we not. <laughs> <laughs> All 
right. It'll probably be some shit around the baby where where they all where Lawrence and Easter talk, and then they'll probably like get the whole condola shit out the way, and then they'll be like back on the road to you know. So you think Lawrence tells back Easter together. we broke up because I still in love with you? I feel like that's how the I feel like that's how the, that should be the cliffhanger. Like that's yeah. the last conversation of the last episode. Cause that would be good. Yeah, that would be good. I'd like to see that. All right. So that episode that was a that was a deep episode. Um thank you all for uh doing this with me. Uh I love talking to y'all about this. And talking to y'all in general, but especially about this show, because it's so <laughs> it's so interesting. Um, but uh, before we get out of here, Stephanie, are you still on hiatus for the Mocha Minutes podcast? I am. I'm still. Yeah. I'm a freelance freelance auntie guest for anybody who wants a guest on their podcast. But yes, I'm on hiatus. And Lauren, oh, Stephanie, we gotta reach out. We're gonna bring y'all on uh, two woke girls. We're gonna have Work okay. Girl Wednesday tomorrow. We will finally drop that episode. Um, Yay! We'll, new episode. I can't yeah. wait. And then we'll record again, and let's, let me see if we can do, like, a group thing and just be on okay. there talking shit. Because that's all we've been kind of doing is just really, really talking <laughs> shit. Gabby had a birthday. Shout out to Gabby. Yeah, I feel, and I'm, I'm so sad. Like, I really wanted to, like, be turning up and doing some ball-headed hoe shit with her for her birthday, so. Come on, ball-headed yeah, hoe shit. I'm not happy right now. <laughs> Hold on. Are you, do you, like, you like but her mom king? and her friends came through. Are you, are you huh? a Beat King fan? Yeah, yeah. You get enough. You get enough crown in me. Um, yeah. Uh oh. Listen, that nigga is wild as shit. You gotta follow that. He's nigga so up. ignorant, but he's so good for the club. Like he is so good because that, but he is a hundred percent ignorant. Like, no, he can't help it. Hundred, hundred and ten, maybe. You gotta follow him on Instagram, Stephanie. He's funny as shit. Who is like it? Godzilla. Or something. Beats King. Yeah, he makes a lot of club, like Houston club music, just ass shaking music with no substance. At club all. Godzilla, but yeah, club, club Godzilla. Godzilla. He's he's wild. Yep. It's great. It's good workout music too. It's good workout music. All right, so we got some B King references. We talked about Jill Scott and Erica Badu. We talked about Insecure. We got a lot of shit. We talked about Tip Drill. This episode went all over the place. So. Thank everybody for listening. Oh, goodness. Uh, make sure you subscribe to the Mocha Minutes podcast. It's on all the places you get your podcasts at. The same thing with the Two Woke Girls podcast. Devin and I and Mike will be back sometime later this week to talk some more stuff. Uh, there's a Batman um, Telltale episode out. And we talked some other stuff, too, some reg- some general uh, stuff in the industry. But uh, it was mostly focusing on Batman. Um, and then I think next week sometime – uh, I had to talk to Stephanie and Charmaine and Devin, but we're supposed to be doing a retro review again soon of um, Tropic Thunder, uh, which is one of my favorite movies. Oh, my gosh. I that love movie? that fucking movie. Yeah. <laughs> that is, I love it. That's really what got Who me. Who do you like, like better, Robert, Robert Downey, Downey Jr. or Tom Cruise? Robert Downey Jr. So, so what was so funny was I watched that whole movie and didn't realize I was Tom Cruise to the end. Literally did not realize it. Let that nigga play the fuck out of Les Grossman. But I love Robert Downey Jr. because that nigga was so ignorant in that movie. He was so, <laughs> it was so good. It was Kirk so good. Lazarus hey. was ignorant as shit. Even Matthew <laughs> McConaughey. Like when Matthew McConaughey couldn't decide if he was going to save his friend over a plane. I was like, this nigga is trash. Trash. That movie is, that movie is Yo, excellent. Like I really that, thought, you know, Brandon T. Jackson was going to be able to like get yeah, off, take off crazy. from that. 
he's crazy now. Like, did you see the nigga in the woods on Instagram? That nigga was mad. Aww, I hate was, that. He was big but man no, and crazy in the Tropic woods. Thunder is like a classic. It's movie. so good. Oh, and so, uh, did y'all? Huh? Get that booty juice, booty man. sweat, booty sweat, but, booty man. sweat. <laughs> Like Ben Stiller is always like the least funny person in a movie to me, and and I, he even tickled me a little bit. But he's always my least favorite person. Robert Downey Jr. Uh, is just that nigga. Like crack cocaine, or whatever, whatever drugs that nigga was on, really like really just put that nigga. Yeah. I'm 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 with it. Like that nigga needed that. He needed that drug. It's a journey. Like, you gotta take life. the journey. It, it's a journey. Right. He would not. He he couldn't have gave us Iron Man. He couldn't have gave us the other nigga like the the Matt, the Houdini shit. He couldn't have gave us none of that without that crack. Nope. I, I, I believe it. Yep. He had to go through that, but that's my nigga. Like Kirk Lazarus, I I know a sequel probably wouldn't have been good, but I really did want a sequel for a long time. <laughs> So, yeah, we're going to be doing that soon. So maybe I'll hit a little more and see if she can join us, too, for a retro review. Because I've been dying to review that and rewatch Where that. can I stream that? Where can I even stream it? That's an excellent what? question. I don't, I don't know. What? Is it on who? Tropic Thunder? Yeah. yeah. Let me see if it's on Netflix. I don't know. Because I want to watch that shit tonight. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> I'm supposed to watch see. Red Sun tonight. Oh, and that Justice League Apocalypse. Justice League Dark Apocalypse. That shit was so fucking fire. Oh, oh my good. God! Me and James talked about that it shit. Really for good. Hour. What was it? Justice League Dark it's Apocalypse. Dark. I oh. love any. I love anytime Barry Allen fucks up a timeline for everybody, <laughs> and so that just makes me happy anyway. Yes, I agree. <laughs> I live for a Barry Allen fuck up. I do. <laughs> like you no, have a great power, and you just doing bullshit with it all for your time. mama. All the fucking time he's doing that. This is why Trump is president, though. This is why Trump is president because of Barry Allen. Like, I just 100% believe uh, it. Uh, you a mess. That nigga went back and saved his mama from reverse flash, and now we're gonna have to suffer forever. Like, hey, this is timeline. I said, run with that. I, I say we all run with that shit. Flashpoint right now. This is Flashpoint. Batman has a gun. Now, this is Flashpoint. All the shit, hell breaking. <laughs> like, this is. So I don't know, Lauren, because if Tropic Thunder is not on Hulu or yeah. Netflix, I'm gonna find, find that shit. And I'll send it to everybody. Uh, and then the last thing Please is uh, R.I.P. Jerry Stiller. Listen, uh, yeah, God it's God. been a, it's been a rough week. Frank Costanza is the funny one of the funniest people on television, uh, funniest characters on television, and I love Jerry Stiller from Zoo, Zoolander and Seinfeld. He's great. So he passed uh-huh. away. And King of King of Queens. Serenity yeah. now. Yeah, Serenity, Serenity now. now. I used to yeah. I used to hit that shit when people was making me mad for real, and they'd be like, "Lawrence, I'm saying." I'd be like, "Nah, it's Serenity now. It's family later. Like I'm gonna kill y'all. Leave me alone." So, oh boy. Jerry still passed. Shout out here. Yeah. R.I.P. Betty. It's been White. a rough Betty week. Wright passed. Betty Wright. So R.I.P. I don't know if anybody listens to the Scorpion show. It's a show on YouTube. I think they also tri- um, now have a podcast, but Kevin's mom passed away. She oh, was in wow. the hospital for a couple weeks. Yeah. Oh, this is, yeah. So 2020 has not been awesome. I was like, ooh. I was hoping she was going to come out of the hospital. But thank you, everyone, for listening. We'll be back next week for episode six. Episode six. Uh, oh boy! Ten, ten episodes this season, so not eight like the first yep. three. So we only halfway through. So the second half is probably going to be very interesting. Uh, so we'll be back next week. Thank you everybody for listening, and talk to y'all later. Peace. <laughs>